okay. Wow. You, you, <laughs> welcome to video. Yeah, this is going to be a rough start. Okay, yeah. uh, <laughs> welcome. Um, this is our first video podcast, our end of the year special for 2022. This is a big one. Um, now, Purvis, I don't know if you noticed this. There's another person in this room. <laughs> like, is, there's a there's a third person here. We are upgrading. We are expanding. Yeah, we're expanding. Unpaid Nobody's um, Empire grows every day. Yeah, not only is this Slowly an introduction surely. to us, but we also have Jasper with us, and yeah, it's so, one of our new members. He's one of the unpaid nobodies. Jasper yeah, is our video guy. He's going to be our official. Uh, well, Isaac is kind of the third unpaid nobody, but he's like the <laughs> one who's actually like on the team. Uh, I love you, Isaac. We're going to get you on the team. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Jasper, want to introduce yourself? Talk a little bit. You've been on the show. What you yeah. were on the? I was on the Kid Cudi kind of concert review and mm-hmm. discography dive. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had a Kid Cudi. You guys can go back. This will be in the audio things and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what what month was that? Was that like October? September. 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 Right, we filmed it like, or we filmed it. We recorded it like I think what, like a week and a half after the show or something. something like it that. was right after Riot Fest, which yeah. was like the third week in September. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So uh, yeah, I'm I'm Jasper. I have a little bit of a background in the video that you're seeing, video setup, audio setup. So yeah, just uh, along for the ride, having some fun, and yeah. Uh, yeah, hopefully contributing a little bit, even though I tend to not be as up to date on current releases as, as these two. So. Yeah, well, we're compulsive. Yeah. <laughs> we cannot help. Can't be <laughs> yeah, no, I have a disease and it just makes me do this. There you go. <laughs> I just have to speak into a microphone yeah. at all times. But yeah, so on top of a new member and a new uh, dimension of video. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we're bringing in the new year with the bang. We're bringing in the new, new year with the bang. This is going to be our first special. Yes. Uh, end of the year awards. We're going to be talking about the best albums, the best everything yeah. from 2022. Mm-hmm. Uh, on January 1st. It's January 1st when we're yeah. recording this. I was going to say, we've been working on this for a while. Um, we've kind of been talking about it on other podcast episodes. So it's nice to finally like get here. It, it's, yeah, uh, it's nice. Yeah, It's nice to do this. Because like, we've been doing this whole like meet on January 1st yeah. kind of thing for a long time. <laughs> So it, it's kind of crazy how everything played out because I, I won't dox them, but right now we're at Jasper's house and it's funny because we didn't know we were going to meet up here. Yeah, it, like we decided relatively last minute. Like, yeah. It just kind of happened to shoot was... the video to, to shoot the end of the year special here. Mm-hmm. Right, and so normally even before the podcast, Brennan and I would go to a Golden Nugget and we would just eat together. Yeah, and like we would talk One about of the many this basically. Yeah, throughout Chicago <laughs> and. Surely enough, we get here and just like, bro, there's no way there's a gold nugget over here. Like, <laughs> it's just like this is basically like yeah. <laughs> a real, we're, we're taking it back to the roots. Um, yeah, yeah, it feels like that. It feels yeah. like, well, should we just dive straight in then? No, yeah. Um, should we just like, because we got, this is going to be a, a long one, a bonus this, show basically. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be a longer one. Um, it's going to be a passionate one. Purvis is almost certainly going to change colors. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be careful now that there's a video. Jesus. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're not going to do any news or anything like that. We're going to go over some categories 
Kind of make our own little award yeah. show. Yeah, that's kind of what this is, except like without the pretension. Right. <laughs> and it's actually correct now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> without millionaires handing each other golden statues. Yeah, exactly that. It's not. It feels more real. We, there's no marketing department <laughs> deciding who wins these things. <laughs> What's marketing? Right. We are still unpaid, so let's be yeah, honest. It's not, yeah, it's not like someone here works in the global advertising machine. Anyway. Right. Like, <laughs> but um, basically, just to break it down... Um, Starting from the top, I want to say we're gonna have some guests on here as well. Oh yeah, we're gonna kind yeah, of fit them in with the that. film. Um, we'll see how we're gonna design it in, but we have some voice recordings, some video recordings, possibly. I might just jump in and say something that one of my friends kind of threw out to me and wanted to bring up. Um, but some of the categories we're gonna go over. We're starting with best music video. Um, we're going into the best lyrical album. We're gonna jump into the best label out there. We're gonna do the best sample. The best beat, the best bar. Then we're really getting into the big stuff. We're gonna do top ten singles slash tracks. Yeah. Top ten albums. And then as I was mentioning previously, we have the Golden Nugget. Which is our artist of the year awards. Yeah. Which we're considering like the this peak. Is the top. Right. You know, our pinnacle. <laughs> like who if if you look at this year like Who's in a favorite? vacuum, right. Who really stood out exactly. the most, right? So yeah, that's it. It's so lot, yeah. We're diving into music videos, and I say we start with our new addition, the video guy, <laughs> Jasper. What were some of your favorite music videos? Sure, yeah. So, yeah, we we did kind of divide up by category of, like, who was going to cover what, and yeah. I did, did go ahead and think about some of the videos this year. I want to start off by prefacing and saying I consume a lot of media, but I have not consumed all the media. Nobody so, has. Yeah, yeah right. nobody there's, has. there's a good. I haven't listened to things. King Disease one through three yet, so it's like some okay, people are going to say, "Right, that's just a, a, I guess, like a warning up top. Like none of us have listened to everything. If we forget something, I'm sorry. It's like Kanye right. with the Machine dropped this year. It's like I've been listening to that a lot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, so the way I did this is I, I came up with my top three, but then I also have a couple of either honorable mentions or things that don't necessarily fit the category of traditional music video that I also want to talk about. Yeah. And then um, we can get to the top three. So I, I want to start off just saying like things that are my top picks, but don't really qualify as music videos. I think it goes without saying intergalactic. Yeah. Is a yeah, big thing this year and then has, you know, really blown the lid off what artists are doing as far as like multimedia. So that, that's yeah. my number one, but obviously that's a cop out as a music video pick. So that's a whole you know, movie <laughs> yeah a whole film I mean, an entire soundtrack I'm happy you brought it up though yeah. I'm yeah. happy you brought it up and you have a real pick as well like yeah. because it really was like a moment because mm -hmm. yeah. like it because it was kind of like I feel like it almost succeeded on its own as a movie better than it did as a compliment to the album because I thought the album was good not great I, yeah. I agree I think that the I think that the album is strong and it has some strong tracks on it but I think that accompanied by the you, you can tell it's two pieces of art that are meant to go together yeah you know and there are so many times where i'll listen to a song for the first time and i won't like it mm -hmm. but then i'll see the visuals and i can't get it out of my head and i'll just like kind of come back to that over and over great example of that like one that i think about all the time was when sicko mode came out originally i didn't like that song i didn't like the way the beat changed wild i didn't like the, <laughs> I, I wasn't a fan i didn't like the drake verse okay and then I saw the video for it and it just kind of pulled me in. Yeah. And then I like, as I listened to it more, I became like more accustomed to that production style and like, oh, there's a beat change here and it makes sense because it's going. Yeah. yeah, you appreciate yeah. the artistry more because you're paying more attention to these certain elements. 
Yeah, true. So yeah, I mean, intergalactic for sure, just kind of far and away. Everything from like the the way it's presented in terms of narrative and the way the album and the tracks flow through that, but also just like the design choices associated with that visually or stylistically. Like the fact that Virgil did the costuming for these animated characters <laughs> is yeah. incredible to me. So Yeah. And it yeah. had a trivia in it. Yeah, no, it, it's wild. It's a little bit of everything. So <laughs> that's definitely like my standout thing of the year that doesn't qualify for this award or this category. And then kind of the runner up to that, um, not hip hop related at all, but the Inside Outtakes, which okay. was the oh, yeah. special edition release of the additional footage and unused songs for Bo Burnham's Inside, which came out last year. Hmm. That was my album of the year for last year oh, over like yeah. pretty much anything else that came out. And to see him kind of release the cutting room floor edition of like everything associated with it, all the things that either didn't make it make it in because they were derivative or, you know, just didn't kind of fit the narrative he was creating in the original piece. I think that this was like super cool just to kind of see the creative process and like all the content he did come up with leading up to the release of the actual project. So it's nice to have that kind of inside view. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that no, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. and inside was cool. like. It was a huge cultural moment. Did you ever watch Inside? Oh my god! Yeah, no, it was it was devastating. We, we going on Netflix after <laughs> okay. this? Yeah, yeah okay. it's. De- I'm not watching it again. I don't want to cry in Jasper's house. I'm, not, like, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I've seen it like seven times. I listen yeah. to the music sometimes, like yeah. on its own. Like it's, 100%. it's super solid. It's another thing where the visuals and the the music just go together to make this really nice, kind of like cultural touch point you, there's nothing else quite like it yeah and so so yeah the inside outtakes is my like second pick for like non-traditional media that kind of fits this category yeah yeah okay and then we got some honorable mentions here um <clears throat> there were I, I think like four well really three videos that i thought were good but didn't quite make the cut for like most impactful of the year and those are in no these are in no order okay diet coke push a t yeah okay super solid clean video and I remember just like the buildup and the anticipation leading up to the album, and when this project, this this you know this video dropped, and everyone was, you know, real excited. It's got some interesting camera work, very stark kind of black and white backgrounds mm-hmm. and, and imagery. But yeah, just kind of like there was a lot of excitement there, and the project wound up being really good and well received. So yeah, I think that that it's interesting, but it's not on the top three because I don't think it has enough of a direct connection to like memorable imagery or something that really makes it stand out yeah. it's just kind of music video tm and and that's how i feel about my other kind of i guess runner-ups here which are uh poland because really okay. yeah. again yeah. it's like it's a great song and it's got good visuals that accompany <laughs> it but it doesn't tell us it doesn't really tell a story it doesn't have a narrative just kind uh, of is yeah. and then uh poppin the Yeet video. That was oh, really? one of my honorable yeah. mentions, yeah. honestly. Yeah. yeah. Visu- again, vi- one. Visually stunning. Cole has been in his bag all year and yeah. all of last year. But there, there is, you know, now, now we get to the top three. My number three pick is a Cole one, and that's the Talk About Me video. Oh, so yeah. Kid Cudi, Denzel. Denzel, and Jid. Okay. Yeah. That, that video. Combo. That is a good one. I yeah. forgot about that one. Yeah. yeah that's, that's, so that's my number three pick. I, to this day, think that, you know, Dot the Genius is so criminally underrated in like everything that he's worked on. He really is. He and really should be mentioned in the same one as like Boy to One. Yeah, and it's just that video, it doesn't necessarily tell a story, but the way that all of the visual elements complement the musicality of it 
the way the beat kind of comes in and there's that kind of weird like synth swell and the color goes from black and white to color at that point it's just like very very well put together in a way i didn't see other things do this year yeah so that's my number three okay number two it's got to be a 95 Ooh, okay that's a good one yeah that's and, a really really and, good one and the reason for it this shit hard <laughs> <laughs> yeah no absolutely just like class act i mean it feels to me like it, it carries forward so many elements of kendrick's videos that have appeared previously should i go all right so i have like five runner-ups i won't say too much about and then i have a number one okay so like one of my runner-ups probably the most obvious one of the year uh the heart part five mm. Okay. Yeah, because when he starts changing his face, man, like, I remember... When that came when out. When that came out, like, I had... Look, I, I have a habit of sometimes I'm watching <laughs> stuff. I look away for a few seconds to inhale and exhale. And I looked back, and I'm looking at O.J. Simpson, and I'm like, Wait, did I miss something? <laughs> like, this was five seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I had to put the heart part five. Okay. Right? And then one I want to mention from outside the realm of hip-hop... So I wanted to re- mention the video for Cameo by Kavinsky, okay. which is just like this very large scale like action set piece, which basically like they have like 40, 50 people fighting inside and outside this facility all at once. Cars going around. It's this giant action set piece. And the video is like a drone flying through it. So it's this just wild cool. level of like coordination. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had to give that a shout now getting to like the the top three mm-hmm. and then my favorite. My for three I wanna go Zatachi, uh by Denzel Curry. Uh-huh. Uh you know, I like anyone else went through an Akira Kurosawa phase in college and the way he captured like that era of like Japanese cinema and like mm-hmm. the context of like a hip hop video and it still felt like a hip hop video, it still felt like all like of a piece with like his album and everything, but it was still pulling on those specific references. I really just loved that. I, I revisit that video a lot. Yep. Uh, the next one I want to do is uh, man on the moon by Brockhampton. Yeah. I knew you was going to bring it yeah, up. Yeah. No, I knew you was uh, going to bring off, it up. Like the, the song will be, come up again, but because I think it's an incredible song, but, okay. but, but even though I was a lot warmer on the last two Brockhampton albums than you were, mm-hmm. I think we can agree that those two albums, they didn't feel like a big, warm hug of like a, this is the end. Mm-hmm. And I think watching the Man on the Moon video, the way it like goes back and uses all the footage throughout their entire career, like, it, it kind of like gives you like a sneak peek behind the whole thing. I, I think that does it. So that was a good closure. It was like a really, it was like a music video that I think lifted up the entire artist's prospects for the entire year. Mm-hmm. And for that, I had to include it. I don't get me wrong; it's in my honorable mentions. Yeah, just because like I knew the impact. It wasn't even just the quality, which is fairly decent. Like, there's nothing wrong with the video yeah. or like the. But it's like found footage. It's right. like literally exactly. like the footage from behind the scenes throughout their career. Exactly, it's uh, just a really meaningful. Yeah. Video. Okay, so the next one I want to uh, put up there is Cody Thirty One by Jin. Okay. Just because, like, the scene where he's carrying. The like it's just so visually dense, like with like meaning and like visual symbolism. Like mm-hmm. when he's carrying the the real estate sign, mm-hmm. and it's looking like he's carrying the cross. It's 
the <laughs> yeah. the layers Little things, the yeah. layers of symbolism in it. Mm. Like that's the stuff I really reverberate when I see it in film. And that's the thing about music videos is that like it's kind of like it's downstream of music, but it's also downstream of like a lot of like the film trends going on. Mm. And or and it's not calling visual storytelling like a film trend, but like <laughs> it's downstream of that. Right. No, 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 no. And I, I just thought like it was it's this beautiful song, one of the best songs of the year. It is. And I thought like the layers of meaning they were able to put into such a simple music video is it, it really like, striking. Even yeah. the music video itself, it's not overly complex. No, it's a very simple, but it, yeah. it it's a very simple visual, but it has layers of meaning. It, insane. Yeah, and say, that's, really that's the hardest thing to do. That's yeah. like the hardest thing to do is to have mm-hmm. something that has that complexity, has that depth, not complexity, but mm-hmm. it's still simple. Right. Yeah. But my number one has to be uh, so cool by Big Crit. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this one is just <laughs> I like. Remember you like first. This one a lot. First off, like I have to, I, I give him. This is my number one because it's like kind of funny. It's like a. It really does feel like an entire production. Like the whole premise is, it's like it's like a a seventies news team, and like they're competing to see who's going to become the top news anchor. Nice, anchor man two style. Yeah, yeah, it's it's literally exactly like that. Right. It's like. And like come back at nine o'clock. We'll, we'll tell you the story about. I believe Thompson got whooped by two crackheads. It's very funny, and the song is incredible. Uh, and I, I also this. love to give credit to like the fact that Big Crit, like he's the rapper on the track. Mm-hmm. He produced it. He directed the video. Right. Like we talk he's about like everything. yeah, we talk about like consistency, like back and forth. But mm-hmm. I don't know if any other video we talk about is literally going to have the same person doing all parts of. I don't, I don't. I don't think Pharrell learned how to three D model for cash. No, yeah, right. Yeah, I don't. Think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I, don't I don't think. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> but yeah, no. So that's that's my my favorite video of the year. Like once I remembered that one came yeah. out, I was like, this is an easy one for me. That's respectful. I honestly forgot about it, but like as soon as you said, I was like, it's obvious. Like, yeah, it, it's a very good video. Like it's it a very good sense. video, yeah, right? Yeah. And I wanted to give some love to that album because like. I think it's an album that was released in a year that's unfortunate for it. Yeah, I was about to say this year's been so you know this year's stat. <laughs> it's just not fair. Um, okay, uh, I have I had a very long list of honorable mentions and then like a top one. I'll try to move mine around because like some of them lines up with you guys. I had the heart in there. I had cash and cash out in there. I had um, popping in there. Man on the moon. All of that included. So some of the other ones that have been mentioned. You're going to hate me for this. But the Drake 21 Savage music video. Which one? For Rich Flex, Her Lost Recap. Can you do something for me? <laughs> I like exactly. that song. I don't think I ever watched the video. There's actually a video that did come out that's tied to it. Did you hear about Drake just like having a camcorder walking around places? Yeah, yeah. I heard about that. He basically, or I saw it on Instagram. Right, he yeah. was just recording everything. And so it kind of gave me that vibe of the Kanye West documentary. In a sense, Ugh, where it's just yeah. like someone, I know, someone actually filming and like monitoring everything and like getting it on film, kind of close to Man on the Moon video. Yeah. But it has a different kind of nostalgic vibe to it, I think. Yeah. Um, it's literally recording like an old time camcorder. Yep. Yeah. yeah. There was video, or a video, I think there were photos of him like courtside at a Raptors yeah. game or something. Yeah. Where he had the camera yep. and everyone's like, what's he cooking? And it's like, <laughs> we'll find out, I guess. Exactly. And it was just like overspin of a whole bunch of stuff. I'm pretty sure before he was even announcing the album. So yeah. it's just a cool concept. I did like that one as honorable mention. 
Um, some other ones that we have not mentioned. SZA dropped shirt. One of oh, them. yeah, which Lakeith. Amazing. Yeah, that's Absolutely one, phenomenal. Yeah. It has like that skits um, storytelling to it along with the actual music video. Um, Lakeith is famous now. <laughs> yeah, he's... <laughs> he's very successful. He's an Oscar-nominated actor. Exactly, <laughs> literally. Like, he, he, he's made it. Oh, <laughs> he, he's in it for the community. Yeah. Um, that's, it was just a really dope concept. All of it is really amazing to see. Having that skit storytelling to it. And this is amazing. Yeah. I don't need to go on about that. Yeah. Um, my last honorable mention I'll bring up is another Denzel Curry video. I really like the walking video. The walking video is great. Um, I think walking video, if I, we'll talk about it later, the top 10 songs. But if I did it in that sense where it's like the top 10 songs of the year, walking has to be on that list. Yeah. Walking it, is incredible. Phenomenal. Yeah. Um, so the song itself is great and having to lay on the visual effect of him walking through the desert and his storytelling and it's one of those like nice traditional I feel like yeah videos. yeah it's definitely. not crazy it's very nice um my winner though honestly would be ASAP Rocky DBM really that's a good one <laughs> like a lot of people didn't talk about this music video but what I really enjoy about ASAP Rocky, he's always had phenomenal like visual effects within his music videos. LSD is like very well known. A lot, he's very into like the trippy, drug influenced music videos. Where has yeah, insane well, his, effects. His sound is very psychedelic. Exactly. It makes only sense that his visuals right. would be too. And I this, feel like he was on that way before the mainstream. Yeah. Oh, was. he was like he, he was, was yeah, yeah. like like yeah, 20, he really was the twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen when people exactly. came, came into that style, yeah. like twenty eighteen. Yeah, and it's kind of crazy because that's exactly right. And he was on the scene for like three four years yeah. before he even started that. Track. He basically yep. started it. it yeah, like if really we were did. to give it a name, we could give it to him. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. And so yeah. having to see this come back in twenty twenty two. With Rihanna in it and like these yeah. really dope visuals. No, that's a really good one. Amazing. I'm not even the world's biggest ASAP Rocky fan. And but you can't I, deny it. <laughs> no, I can't deny it. Right. No, that's fair. So yeah, that, that would be my uh, final number one. Honestly, I am pretty satisfied with our answers. Yeah. Like it, in terms of like our top one for each music video. Yeah, it's pretty it diverse. Is, yeah. yeah, it's pretty that, that was something I was worried about. It's like, oh, is this going to be... <laughs> Us all talking about the forever story. Right. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> but in reality, like, we actually covered a lot of people that I feel like yeah. aren't as represented. Are you right? All of our answers? Um, I could, actually. No. Yeah. All right. So we want to move on to our next category. Yeah. And that is lyrical albums. Albums. Yes. You know, hip-hop, obviously, we talk a lot about lyrics on this show. We think it's like, at least I do. I don't know about you. But, like, you like Nav. Uh, it's like he's be spitting. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because when I want insights about the human condition, I listen to Nav. But yeah, there you go. So we wanted to take a time to highlight lyrics first. Actually, you know, because right. it's a massive part of the of the music, but it's not the only part. And you know, we wanted to highlight lyricist as artists first. Right. So, do you want to go first, my yeah, friends? I can open up this time. Um. I'll be honest, I have a clear winner for me. Me too. Me too. I have a pretty clear um, winner. Personally, I think it's Miles Ahead and the other ones. But some of my honorable mentions, I wanted to give highlight one to Denzel Curry. Um, but my eyes see your future. Mm -hmm. I think some of the topics that he covers and the way he actually expresses it through the wordplay, he's very unique in the game. Um, I really enjoyed actually listening in to that album specifically. 
just because like he's not my number one artist so actually being able to go to him and like get a different perspective and like a refreshing sound it, it's nice to actually have that as a backup totally um another honorable mention would be tin um well Heather wears her man's tin is the yeah. full name um I think in its structure it's technically a mixtape and I think that yeah makes it a little bit better in my opinion I just like the Griselda sound in that format of a mixtape because you got a little bit of everyone in there yeah um and like man do they know how to talk about selling drugs yeah they do <laughs> they do <laughs> and, and, like, phenomenal. <laughs> and like the, the line between mixtape and album is like very blurred mm-hmm. and like come on you, you drop an album with all original beats some of the best features in the game people are going to compare it to albums right you know it's, I mean? it's just what it is yeah. um my last honorable mention and it took me I'm ashamed to say this but it took me a very long time to finally get around to this album and I text you immediately when I did Lupe Fiasco oh Drill Music, Music and Zion yeah um that was I, even though it took me a long time to finally get to it this was like the refresher yeah. This was like, okay. People, people forget who Lupe is. <laughs> yeah. Like, I always I always say, like, people forget about Lupe, dude. He's one of the best. He, he is literally one of the best. Um, he's He has received his flowers, so I'm, I'm happy that's happened. I'm still, I'm glad that he's still in the game, and he's still performing and everything. But, like, it was nice to listen to it out and be like, this isn't about drugs, guns, and... Yeah. <laughs> and, and, of course, I don't want to wrap up or give, like, a stereotype to hip-hop, because, like... Obviously, the Fox News would do that. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. Don't do the work of our right. enemies for us. Like, <laughs> exactly. But it is nice every once in a while to get like something about I don't know politics or even though I don't humanity, like politics, but yeah. just like humanity, life, culture, lowercase p stuff politics. Like that. Exactly. Yeah, like power right. and social conditions. Exactly. Lupe Fiasco doesn't rap about Republicans and Democrats no. in Capitol Hill. And, exactly. You know, like <laughs> he raps about Chicago, which in itself was nice to listen to. One of the yeah. songs was literally talking about like where we are right now. <laughs> so yeah. like, it, it was really dope talking about that. Yeah. Um, my final, my number one, and like I said, I honestly don't think it's close. I'm going to go with Cheat Codes. I'm so Cheat serious. Codes, really? I think Cheat Codes is the perfect balance. That's of, so interesting. Of old style hip hop and new oh, style hip hop. It, like, from pressing play from the top song all the way to the end, you are going to be hit in the face of lyrics. And just bars. Yeah. Like stuff you actually got to like pause and think about like multiple times throughout the song. Wow. And it's just like, this is nice. That's, this is really good. Yeah. That's that's something. Wow. So that, that's that's my final one. All right. You want to go? You want me to go? After you. All right. So I'm going to start off. I got four honorable mentions and a winner. Right. I also, to me, my, I think my winner, it's far and away. Okay. I think when it comes to like lyrical quality in an album this year... I don't think anyone comes close to this guy. Okay. Uh, we had some overlap. but So first one, Drill Music and Zion. So good. So good. The lyrics, fantastic. Uh, the fact that it was made in like 48 hours. Insane. Wild. You know? While he's teaching in class. While, while he's teaching that, in yeah. class. <laughs> and like he drops, in my opinion, some really fire singles mm-hmm. leading up to that. So Drill Music and Zion, 100%. Um... Uh, I also want to give a shout out to Herbert. Ooh. Because, I, you know, I did not fully fuck with Herbert the way I do with the rest of the albums on this list. Mm-hmm. But 
when I was putting this list together and I thought about the way Absol approached his own attempted suicide, like on the lyrics in the album and how that was like some of the strongest points on the album. Mm -hmm. I wanted to like give him some flowers for that because like I thought that deserves like a little bit of recognition. Absolutely a lot. So yeah, so I wanted to include that. Uh, I'm also including cheat codes. It's just like some old school 90s shit. Like it's Danger Mouse on production. It's Black Thought. Like it's hard to rapping. And a ton of features. Ton of features. Fantastic. Head to toe. Uh Okay. And then my last runner-up, I think it, it's it's lyricism on a, on a different <clears throat> in a different way, but undeniably l- lyrical. And I can tell and I can tell it's true because we were quoting it thirty seconds ago. <laughs> I got to go with it's almost dry. Okay. You yeah. know, like yes, it's more punchline lyrics than like emotional, f- f- like full throat. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of more in the Black Thought camp than the Herbert and Drill Music and Zion, uh, but. I, he raps about one thing and it's still good four albums later. It's still so good. Like, how do they do it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But my number one, the one I think is as far and away the best lyrical album of the year is Miss Morales and the Big Steppers. Like, I think, and I think the way he just constantly just barrages you with complex emotions and like sure. the healing process and like the dark side of the healing process and like how you have to like really identify like some of the worst parts of you if you yep. want to become the best version of yourself right like and, and like there are songs on there that just are like straight like on my on repeat like mm. bangers I put on when I'm driving in my car playing Call of Duty right so it does the whole gambit when yep. when I think lyrics this year that I started my list with this one I'm like this one clear number missing one. around the big steppers if we're talking about lyrical quality alone, I I could not see a, a, I, honestly, a another option. I, I'm totally cool with that as being the number one. Yeah. Because you're right. I, I think what I was thinking about with Mr. Morale in now that I'm listening to your answer, it's very valid. Um, I was just more focused on like the message. I guess the lyrics, yeah. like, what he said, obviously it was complex, but I like what it brought out. Yeah. That's, that's what fair. I was like, okay, that's that's what's important. That's right. Yeah. But that's I think totally that's nice. Totally yeah. All right. This is exciting because I have an honorable mention that neither of you mentioned. Okay. Um, Soul sold separately. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Frank think, Gibbs, man. I, I think to me, like, to me, like, I thought about Soul sold separately, mm-hmm. and you know, spoilers ahead. It's on like some of my. Yeah. It, it come, I'll be bringing that up later. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> to me, I, I feel like the lyrics, like, I don't know. I feel like Freddie is, he's almost on that level of Pusha T. I would agree. I think it's just one of those things where I look at his previous projects and to me, he's improved at such a rate where it seems like every project he gets tighter and he just gets a little bit more refined in what he's doing. Yeah. And because of that, like Pusha T has been consistent. I would say, I would say since, um, it's been a long time. (laughs) Yeah. I was, Oh, since numbers on the board, probably, probably. Yeah. Or like, yeah, since my name is my name, I mean, everything has just kind of been very dialed in for Pusha, but for, for Freddie Gibbons, like he's you kind of grown. Yeah, he's yeah. taken steps and he's grown in that way. So that's why he makes the list, even though I do think that Pusha outclasses him in that way. Okay. Um, so so that's definitely on my honorables. And then my runner up is definitely gonna be Mr. Morale, and mine are just flipped because just and only only because I've spent way more time with it's almost dry. That's my number one pick because I've gone through it and I've like had a chance to dissect it. 
I could definitely see that changing though once I spend more time with Mr. Morale. So yeah, 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 it's definitely fair. And like, I'm sure we'll be talking more about Mr. Morale today. Yeah, <laughs> like, so. yeah. no doubt. No yeah, doubt. so I don't think we need to get completely into that. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's my thing. That's my thing. Is uh, all right. Shall yeah. should we move on just to, to label of the year? Because this is going to be one of our shorter. Everyone say it. One, two, three. Yeah, everyone say it. One, two, three. Griselda. Like, it's was, Griselda. It's Griselda. It's yeah. not even close. Like, look, some labels, TDE put that up. That was my runner. A, a fight, a fight at the end of the year with SOS, right. uh, Herbert, Mr. Morale, and Herbert. And, yeah. Like, throughout Those the year. three that are amazing. That, that's, a, that's a good effort. Right. But, man, when you consider all the stuff. Griselda has put out this year. Conway the Machine. Yep. Tana Talks 4. Peace Fly God. 10. And then everything. Uh, the Stove, Stove God Crooks yep. album. Uh, the God Liz, Don't Make Mistakes. Armani Sir, Silver. Yeah, God okay. Don't Make Mistakes. It, Arm- it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and then lot. everything that's downriver. Like, our, uh, what is it? R.I.P. DJ Shea? Yeah, I was going to say this. Uh, the Black Soprano family. Mm-hmm. Uh, Long Live DJ Shea. All that stuff, like it. I don't think in my y- years I've seen one label be right. so dominant in one year. This was the easiest answer of the of the day yeah. for me. I was gonna say we pretty much decided as soon as we brought it up as a category, we were just <laughs> yeah. like it's Griselda. We almost it's like the only thing we almost did not include this because right. it was going to be so obvious, such a wash. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But we thought like we wanted to set something up that would makes that would make sense if we used it in twenty twenty three. Yeah, right. Uh, and like. This I, is not usual. Usually, label yeah. is a lot more of a conversation. hundred percent. You know, so even though it's kind of a wash this year, obviously Griselda. Yeah, and I was going to say on, on top of that, nothing against Griselda whatsoever because they just had a we phenomenal year. We just gave them an award. Right, <laughs> they just had a phenomenal year, but like they wouldn't necessarily be considered as like the top one usually on. Oh yeah, years. and I don't even know if there's the top label. Right, but in terms of their performance in 2022, exactly, I don't think any label is outdoing. It was just so consistent. Right the amount of output, the quality of output. Yo, what's going on, fellas? Happy New Year's! I hope everyone enjoyed 2022 as we enter into 2023. As I sit here with my drink, I'm going to try to quickly go through my topic. The best rap label for 2022. Um, I'm going to try not to draw this out too long. I took a lot of time doing some research. And I feel like there are a lot of records, record labels that were forgotten. So I'm going to try to break down just some of the ones that came to mind before I give my number one. Um, Before I... I even get into the labels. I do want to get this out right away. This is kind of hard because a lot of these labels are underneath other bigger labels. At the end of the day, the top dogs is like Motown, Def Jam, Interscope, Universal, Sony. Those are really like the people who's really in charge. They're really the top dogs. But let's keep it simple for the people because we love the people. Um, some quick honorable mentions. These are people who are either not signed, uh, have their own label or signed to one of like the big, big people, but will eventually become something else. Um, people like Sminu, Chance the Rapper, Mick, uh, Mick Jenkins, 
21 Earl sweatshirt, the weekend, Coda the friend, Lupe, Vince Staples, Mancingo, all those people are either signed to their own record labels that maybe one day we'll be talking about in the future because they'll sign other people to them. Or they are searching for new labels or they're under one of the big names like Universal or Interscope, Def Jam, whatever the case might be. Those are honorable mentions. <clears throat> okay, let me fly through this really quickly, not hold everybody's time. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I have 11, le uh, 11 record labels right now <clears throat> that I all try to sit down, go through that I feel like were kind of important um, and also kind of was pretty important in 2022 since that's the topic, since all we've been talking about is 2022. So <clears throat> what I'm going to do to kind of break things up, I'm going to mention the labels who kind of failed their potential first. Uh, number one, good music. Good music has failed big time. Um, the only thing that I was able to find to drop in 2022 was Pusher T and 070Shake, um, which rumor is both of them will be leaving good music, especially after I believe last week, Pusher T said he no longer even communicates with Kanye. Um, Kanye, uh, such a disappointment. Um, the last time he dropped something was in 2021 with Donda 1. Well, that was Donda 1. Donda 2 come out. I'm not even going to talk about that. But when you look at the history of good music, there were so many artists that were signed to it that were amazing that end up leaving. Uh, so good music, such a disappointment. Next disappointment, Aesop Mob. Um, there's so many people in the group, but the only people that really matter were Rocky and Ferg. And Rocky hasn't dropped anything since 2018. Ferg hasn't dropped anything since 2019. So good music. ASAP Ferg made the list for disappointment. And the last group to make the list for disappointment was YSL. The two names that really only matter to YSL, especially right now, is Young Thug and Gunna. And of course, they are dealing with a bunch of legal situations right now in the courts. Um, Gunna was let go, but when he was let go, it came with a lot of hate. He gained the title as a snitch. Now, everyone has their own opinion. Yes, he is a snitch. Yes, he's not a snitch. I'm not going to go into that right now. But he's the only one that dropped the album for 2022 was Gunna. Big prayers for YSL. <clears throat> so that's pretty much it for the labels that were disappointments. Now I could go into the labels that are the middle ground, not disappointment, um, but can also grow as well. I'm going to start off with Odd Future. That's a uh, Tyler's group. Now, the reason I put them in the middle is because everyone kind of knows Odd Future for Tyler. Um, if you really know the music world, you know, there's a lot more people in there. Some of the people that originally started with our future left. Uh, the last thing I can research is that it's just Tyler, Frank Ocean, uh, Sid, and uh, Domo the Genesis. Now, Tyler, Sid, and Domo Genesis 
all three of them dropped for 2022. So I give them a lot of props for that. But their name isn't holding that big of a weight. Uh, the next group that I'm going to go to that fell into the middle group, it, middle group is quality control. Um, quality control, from what my research is, there are a lot of people that were signed to quality control, but are no longer signed to quality control. Uh, some of the biggest names that we know of, the Migos, Lil Baby, City Girl, Lil Yachty, Duke Deuce, all of them are signed to quality control. Quality control is stuck in the middle right now. I feel like they need something to kind of help them get over the top. Lil Baby dropped in 2022, but that album just really didn't hold up the weight. Duke Deuce. A lot of people don't know who Duke Deuce is. Uh, I do because I listen to his music. He dropped in 2022. He's kind of, you know, kind of holding his own. But Migos, you know, RIP to Takeoff. I feel like Takeoff was really, really getting ready to blow up. A lot of people didn't know that he could rap. And before his death, he kind of showed a glimpse of that. Migos hasn't shown anything in a while. Especially if they broke up. City Girls kind of been quiet. Lil Yachty yeah, kind of been quiet. He's had little, little things here and there. Lil Yachty has really been kind of writing behind the scene. So that's what quality control. And uh, the next label who falls into the mid, mid group is Ovio. Mr. Drake himself. Now Drake, he dropped twice in 2022. One album didn't get a lot of praise because he tried to go to house music didn't really work out next album collab with 21 savage um i initially wasn't a huge fan of this album it's kind of grown on me um but in the eyes in the hip-hop world it was a hit now everyone else assigned to ovo we have party next door um he's kind of been quiet Another artist who I'm a huge fan of is Roy Woods. He's kind of been quiet. The only other um, artist signed to OVO, which is a group, is DVSN. Um, they've been making a little noise. Um, but I, a lot of people really don't know the sign to OVO. So that kind of finishes off with the people in the mid group. Now, what I do want to say is I have lvrn on here a lot of people don't know who that is but once i say the full name out loud you might know and lvrn is love renaissance for those who don't know who that is um which is a group i'm putting them into the category of future potential i think they have a huge future ahead of them i feel like they'll get more artists to sign and i feel like they'll be a label that a lot of people will, will get to know artists that fall underneath that group Black, or some people like to say six lack. He's the head honcho of the group. After that, we have Summer Walker. And then after that, we have BRS, BRS Cash. If you don't know who that is, that is the artist that came out with Throat Baby. Throat Baby was heavy in 2022. The summer it had it was one of the songs that had the club on lockdown. Um so out of that group, uh, Black is the only one who didn't drop in 2022. Now, I will say this, though. They do manage other artists that are part of the rap labels that I hope will eventually come over to LV, LVRN. Um, 
Big Baby Dram is not signed to them, but he's managed by them. DVSN, they're signed to OVO, but they're not signed to them, but they are managed by them. I have a feeling DVSN may not be under OVO too much longer. And last but not least, Westside Boogie. Westside Boogie is signed to Shady Records, but he's managed by LVRN. I know I'm a huge fan of Westside Boogie. I know he's signed to Shady Records. I know he's a huge fan of Eminem and they're great friends. But I can see somewhere down the future, if he really wants to grow, he might leave Shady Records and go to LVRN. Okay, now let's get to the heavy hitters in my eyes. Well, I'm sorry. Before we get to the heavy hitters, I have one more group that falls into the same category with LVRN, potential growing, a potential growth group. And that is Pivot Game. Got to represent for the home city. Uh, we have Saba. He dropped in 2022. Even though the rest of the people in the group haven't dropped in a while, the group did drop a mixtape in 2021. Um, you got Joseph. He dropped a single in 2022. Um, but besides the single, his last album was 2017. You got Fresh and Mellow. Both of them have dropped singles um, this year, actually. So Pivot Game... I'm thinking 2023 will be their year. I went to their concert they had on um, on uh, November 27th. The guys did have new songs individually. I feel like all of all everybody in this group may drop an album in 2023, and their potential is nothing but sky high. So that was potential group pivot and LVRN. Now I'm ready for the big hitters. That leaves us with three groups. <clears throat> The three groups are Dreamville, TDE, and Grazilda. Now, with that being said, I'm going to start off with Grazilda. Huge contender for number one. Westside going to drop three times in 22. Benny the Butcher dropped twice in 22. And Kanye the Machine Gun also dropped this year. Besides all of them dropping this year, they all had huge features. Um, when I mentioned this group to people before, a lot of people just like, who are they? I feel like that is the thing that's going to hurt them holding the number one spot. These guys, they're they're mostly known in New York because that's where they're from. To the rest of the country, if you're not in the music world, you really don't know who they are. But I'm telling everybody they need to know who they are. Um, another thing a lot of people may not know about them, they are actually their dis distribution rights is actually under Shady Records. So Shady Records helped them um, distribute. Um, and let's not forget, not only did they have features on Donda, but they had J. Cole, who arguably may have had one of the best verses of the year on one of their songs. So there is Grazilda. Next, we're going to go to TDE. TDE has always been huge. We have just named people who are important. Kendrick, SZA, Absol, Rashad, Q, Dochi, 
J-Rock, Sir, Reason, and Zakari. Now, the only people that dropped for 2022 was Kendrick, SZA, Soul, Dolce, and that's it. Everyone else either dropped last year or previously. Now, here's the thing that's going to hurt TDE taking the number one spot. Kendrick is leaving. That's the first thing. Your head honcho, your number one dog is officially leaving. That's going to hurt TDE in the future. But we are only talking about 2022. Um, Everything else is going to hurt them is the fact that some of their big names haven't dropped in a while. Now, something that gives them an extra boost is Dochi. She dropped in 2022. Her album is really good if you haven't listened to it take time to try to listen to it um so she's a new artist that's coming in she's yes she's filling in the gap with kendrick leaving but is she filling those shoes yeah, that's a big no so it's no telling what's gonna happen now with pg lane because pg lane is kendrick and his cousin as of right now both of them his cousin who people don't know baby came both of them are heavy hitters. Um, and I don't have it written down right now, but I also know they do have, I believe, two artists that they've recently signed to PG Lang. So PG Lang is going to be dangerous in another two to three years. Because I have a feeling Kendrick is not going to wait another five years. I, this is going to sound, I know it sounds crazy. I know it sounds wild. He always takes a long time to produce his next album. I feel like he's got some heat saved up that he's going to drop within the next three years to give PG Lang a big boost. Until then, it's going to be up to Baby King, who also just recently dropped the album, and the other two artists to really hold up PG, PG Lang. And the last but not least is Dreamville. Dreamville is like the yin to the yang to TDE. Um, without naming everybody... J. Cole, Jid, Earth Gang, Boss, Ari, Loot, and then they also they dropped the mixtape. So last year, I mean last year, 2022, mixtape was the highlight. Boss dropped the e EP, Earth Gang, they dropped the album, Jid, he dropped the album. Ari, she dropped the album. Um Loot and J. Cole, they dropped last year in 2021, but it's not 2022. Um, I really don't have anything to say what will hurt Dreamville at the end of the day for them taking the number one spot. It's just uh, J. Cole has been known for dropping sometime in the end of the year, beginning of the year, and he didn't do it so far. We're st we are January 1st, so... Who knows what he might slip on this. So with all of that being said, it's really a tie between TDE, Dreamville, and Griselda for number one label of the year in my eyes. And with that being said, and this is going to sound kind of biased, I really am going to have to pick Dreamville as the number one label for 2022. Now, I'm pretty sure some people will have some stuff to go against that, which, hey, I understand. I might have forgot something. I have bad memory. So whatever your opinion is, please share it. Let me know. But yeah, it's 
gotta be Dreamville for number one. Even though it was a tie between Dreamville, TDE, and Grazilda, what hurt Grazilda is like I stated earlier, they don't have as many people in the group. They're mostly known for being New York rappers. They need more time to grow. But 2022, they came strong. I mean, they came with some uppercuts and some right hooks. But to me, it just wasn't enough to take the title. And with TDE, what really hurt them is the fact that Kendrick is leaving. Even though he had one of the best albums of the year, he's leaving. And when you look at it, it's only one, two, three, four, four people that dropped with TDE last year. And one of them is leaving. Dreamville, yes, they had one, two, three, four, five albums to drop last year. They're holding their weight without their leader dropping an album and that's something to look at if you want to compare to dreamville and tde even though tde's leader dropped heat he's leaving everybody else is quiet dreamville the rest of the group dropped heat without their leader and they're holding the label up by themselves and let's not forget even though Drake cole did not drop an album last year j cole had hella features for 2022 and almost every single feature he dropped, he murdered. So that's it. Thank you for your time. I hope you guys enjoy. Number one, 2022, Dreamville, Purvis, Brandon. Back to you guys. Next time, I'll be in the studio. Perfect. So we're going to best sample, the yeah. sample of the year. Because once again, like we just wanted to take some talk about lyrics. Now we want to talk about produce, production. And we have yeah. two awards for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Jazz, you want to start with uh, some best samples? Yeah, let me just take a look at what was even on the list here. Actually, if one of you wants to go while I'm just pulling that up. Okay. Oh, I can go. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. See here. So, okay, I'm going to start with like a funny one. Okay. Because I actually think like the sample is used very well. And I, add, and I think the song borders on like a novelty song. But best sample. Uh, I want to go Betty, the Young Gravy song where he samples uh, Never Let You Down. <laughs> I, look, dude, it's very funny. It's very well done. I don't even think that is the biggest twist on my list. I think there is going to be a of one. All the, of all the things you could have I don't think that's. I do not think that this it's is. This is funny. I didn't expect Young Gravy to yeah, come up yeah, on yeah. this episode yeah. at all. Oh, there's another, there's another artist on this list that I guarantee you don't expect to come out of my mouth. Okay. Uh, but then the next one I want to mention is uh, Dance Now. Okay. Just like the sample of that Hasidic Jewish chant mm -hmm. is just, it's so good. Like that entire beat, like Jesus Christ. That like, would be one of my top songs. Yeah, it's me. it's my top songs, top beat, like absolutely. The amount and of I times think, we like would scream. Bum, bum, ba, dum, bum. <laughs> and I also think like where it comes from is like mm. interesting. Like the fact that like it's like a... Hasidic chant, and it's like it's not the kind of thing that you would normally associate in hip hop. <laughs> uh, hip -hop. Yeah. Now the other thing, I don't even know what this sample is from, <clears throat> okay. but it, this this song, it just hits. Uh, and these are my runner-ups, by the way. Okay. Uh, and that's Super Grandma by Kodak Black. That's the other artist where I'm like, oh, I do hey. that. Wow, I'm yeah. proud of you. <laughs> yeah, like, look, dude, good sample's a good sample. I call it how it is. I'll do it for Young Gravy. I'll do it for Kodak Black. Okay. I'm just calling. I'm just calling balls and strikes here, yeah. right? But number one, I I'm gonna go with uh, the Heart Part Five with the Marvin Gaye sample. 
Ooh. Yeah. No, okay. I think that is just yeah. pitch perfect. Uh, I appreciate that. Sample of the year, 100%. Uh, yeah. uh, the heart part five. Okay. But. Yeah, I, I would have to agree. I would say for me, I, I don't really have a, a list of runner-ups here, but I would say for me, it's a tie between heart part five and dreaming of the past. Yeah. Yeah, it that, was that push a T sample. That is a mm-hmm. yeah. I'm a sucker for when artists sample themselves. Yeah, and it's just it's just one of those things where it's like he does that so reliably, where he kind of brings in a uh, a clip that sounds dated but really complements the the flow in a in a way that a lot of artists don't. I mean, he did it on Daytona with um, what is it? Um, <sighs> Come back, baby. Yeah, it's got the same kind of style. So come back, yeah. baby, dream into the past. They have that kind of like vintage. That's the uh, that's of, the Kanye sign. That's, that's yeah, him, it's, it's the know? Kanye cut, the production for sure. Yeah. But it's just and one of those things where for his style, I think it lends itself so nicely. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah I but, just couldn't, in good conscience, put a Kanye. <laughs> like no, I that's fair. I mean, I put more, I have some Kanye stuff in there. Yeah, yeah, I I really wanted to put rock and roll. Uh, the rock the, and roll is yeah is with the Beyonce sample. Yeah, yeah, that is good. Yeah, I, that's like one of my songs of the year, but I'm not gonna talk about it because <laughs> yeah, pain. he hates Jewish people and it hurts me. Yeah, pain for us all. What a time! What a time to be alive! What a time to be alive! Like. <sighs> We used to timeline. open up our episodes with like Kanye check-ins. Yeah, we, we used, used to literally to, have. I that. remember that the the Ye Watch. Yeah. yeah, we had Ye Watch for a while. <laughs> Jeez, man! And then we and then we would like eventually we were like we're gonna try to not talk about this guy. Just push it away. Yeah. it never happened. No. No. I, we're gonna try to go entire months without talking about Kanye West on the podcast this year. So that's a that's a goal of ours. That'll be easy. Yeah. Val- valid goal. Yeah, because yeah. he's not gonna be making music anymore. Also, not. like, did you hear the song he put I out? I did hear the one song. It's, like, out. not good. Like, I mean, neither was Donda 2. No, Donda like, 2 was we've, we've seen a Broken Road was a fun song. You know what's crazy? I didn't even listen to Donda 2. And, this and was you both... bought the stem player. <laughs> look. I'm calling you out right that's now. That's a different conversation. This yeah, man look, bought the stem player. technology. At least, I, at least I listened to Donda 2 with my stem player. At least I bought it. Two hundred dollars, and this man didn't listen to Donda Two. Okay, here's the thing. I heard how bad it was, and I was like, "It's not even worth it." So it's 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 one of those things where, like, when it came out, it had potential. It did. But then after everything that's happened, you know, it's never going to be touched again. Yeah. That is a finished album now, for all intents and purposes. A, yeah. yeah, I yeah I I guess like Donda Two would have been a fine first draft. Exactly. But... Yeah, and it's it's kind of like how Life of Pablo had all those like revisions and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this doesn't come anywhere close. There's like some flashes of stuff that's cool. Like True Love has the decent like X bit, and then yeah. and then yeah, um, Don Tolliver. Yeah, slaps. Broken Road. Broken Road is is beautiful. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, I mean, but it's like, a lot it's of it pieces is pieces of it, right? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just ideas. nothing feels cohesive, and it it feels like it's on such a smaller, more like petty focus than all of his other work. And I just yeah, I mean, it just shows. Yeah, that his lifestyle changes. It has flowed into his. Artistry. Yeah. yeah. It is what yeah. it is. Um, moving on from Kanye. Yes. I will do mine. Um, I have three honorable mentions and I have a winner. Um, my first one, my honorable mentions aren't in order either. My first one is Future, Wait For You. Okay. Um, yeah. It takes the song higher from Tim's. Amazing vocal. Um, she is phenomenal. And honestly, I like this. It's not even to compliment Future, even though I do like Future. It's not to compliment her, him. It's to compliment her. 
And I think this gave her a little bit of a bump on leverage in terms of popularity to get on the map. Yeah, and Tim's deserves it. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. Amazing vocals. Um, besides that, I have the Brockhampton song, All That. I'm surprised you didn't include it. You yeah. know, it's technically an interpolation. I guess that's fair. Yeah. That's you know, fair. We'll bring it up. There's, there's, it comes up later. Um, I think they do a phenomenal job with that little sound bit, making it the chorus. Uh, it flows within the song very well in in itself. I haven't heard the, all that song in a while. Dude, so it, was, it, it slaps. was pretty dope. TLC, I remember one time you, when, we, when we worked <laughs> at the Blue Store, you were like, the all that theme song doesn't slap. And I called, no way. I called the Borough of Homeland Security. Oh, boy. Like, <laughs> that definitely did happen. <laughs> um, my last emblem mention, Baby Keen. I brought this up on the podcast. I don't know if you actually listened to it yet. Oh, the extended? This is the one thing with Lauren Hill. Bro. It's so good. It, the Highway 95, Killing Me Softly. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Amazing um, sound that goes into it. He plays off of it very well with the new kind of style to it. I feel like a lot of people have sampled. And who doesn't know the song Killing Me Softly? Come yeah. On. I don't need yeah. to go into this. My um, mom likes that song. <laughs> <laughs> but the ultimate winner, winner over everyone is Mino Noels. Noels, yeah. It is one... One of the best songs of the year. Um, in the song Knock Knock by Monica, it's been sampled by J. Cole. It's been sampled by, um, what's the song called? Like Taco Salad or something? Potato Salad? Yeah. With, um, yeah, the Tyler the Creator ASAP Rocky. Track. Yeah. Yeah, that, that hits. Yeah. Yes. That sample alone <coughs> has been a staple for so many artists, I feel like, especially in our generation now. And Smino just snapped on the album, snapped on the song, snapped on the sample. Everything is amazing. So that's my uh, overall winner for the sample. I am Patrick, and this is my favorite sample from 2022. I have a few honorable mentions first, and then I'll share my favorite of the year. First honorable mention is uh, City of Gods by 504in, sampling New, City, New York City by the Chainsmokers. Next is Walkin' by Denzel Curry, sampling The Loving Touch by Keith Mansfield. And my last honorable mention is Diet Coke by Pusha T and a sample of both uh, Take the Time to Tell Her by Jerry Butler and him sampling Fat Joe yelling yesterday's price is not today's price. I love that. Uh, finally, the best sample from 2022 belongs to Yeet sampling Despicable Me on Rich Minion. Uh, oh, that's... Nope. Never, uh, the, real, the real best sample from 2022 is On Time by Metro Boomin and John Legend, where Metro samples Homelander's speech from The Boys. I don't care that's become a meme at this point. Great album, great song. You get a Morgan Freeman cameo, and that seamless transition to the next song, aptly named Superhero. Come on. You gotta love when artists find sources for a good sample outside of music. It really shows their creativity. Anyway, can't wait for another great year of music. Thank you, Brandon and Purvis, for the opportunity to share my opinion. I love y'all. We're in. We're in for the beat of the year. All right. Best beat. Best beat of the year. Brandon, producer gave me a beat, said it's the beat of the year. I said, do you know the rest of the lyrics? LP didn't make it. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> we're <Yeah>. here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. so glad you picked up on that. Unfortunately, LP didn't drop any no, beats this yeah, year, so no it's an open LP conversation. Beats. I so, stand by that. I don't think there's a single year where LP drops an album <laughs> and he doesn't have the beat of the year. I stand it's, by that's it. That's fair. That's Maybe fair. he's... I, 
I think it's a tall argument for him to be the best producer of all time. I don't know if I'm buying yeah, that. Yeah, push it a little bit. Yeah, but it's, it's I definitely stand by that. <laughs> yeah. I'll, all right. I want you to go first. Okay. Um, I have a couple of honorable mentions. I'm going to be honest. The way I went about this category for the beat of the year, it was just enjoyment. Yeah. That's all it was. Um, I'm not going to go into like, oh, it has this snare and this, like, it's not that deep. It's just like, does it slap? <laughs> and that's yeah. how I kind of approached yep. it. Um, some of the honorable mentions, Kendrick Lamar in 95. Yes. Incredible. So hard. Incredible. Um, amazing song. Sounds amazing. Uh, I think it's like the true opener. You get like the yeah. untitled and grief and then you go into the actual one. Um, besides that, scrape it off. Push your tea. Yeah. Uh, Fantastic. The beat feeds into the artist with the features with it. Amazing. Um, Freddie Gibbs, Zipper Bags. I love that song. That's so <laughs> that song yeah, is, that's so good. The, the chorus, how he actually feeds into the beat. All of these songs are amazing. My last honorable mention, Broke Boys, is one of my songs of the year probably. Yeah. I'm so serious. The transition. There's like three or four beats in this song. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's so many transitions in the song. Um, they all snap. And then finally for the winner, I couldn't decide between the two songs because technically it transitions into the other one. Um, but Metro Boomin, it's one of the best producers out there. Yeah, he really is. Very true. He, he can make the argument for one of the best producers. Yeah, you definitely time. can. Yeah. Um, it goes from that sample from Homelander and it transitions into the next track. Yeah. And the future comes in. So it's hard to say like song, but like the combination of those two songs the opening up the over, album. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think I need to say how hard there's been I've seen like a thousand already edited sports videos. <laughs> yeah. Taking right. it just yeah, from like, all, yeah. and Dude, then I see that Homelander that's Instagram. Bro, yeah. like everyone like, is doing it right I now. I think the craziest part is like that part. Like, people were using that part of Homelander, like, mm -hmm. on TikTok and stuff, just because, like, you can stitch. Yeah. Homelander's all a meme already, mm -hmm. right? And then the second that song dropped, you stop seeing just the Homelander Yeah, edits, it's and everything, you right. Metro Boomin' it, it, it's, it's, it's made such an impact, like, not alone, like, obviously that sample that comes into it makes the beat even better. Yeah. But, like, how it transitions into the next song, and you can almost fit anything. I don't even watch Breaking Bad, and I saw some scene... Of like him talking you to like you don't know who I am like you you don't know I'm the one who knocks I'm the one who knocks it and it drops I was like oh I was watching the show like, yeah. I was getting watch, hyped and I was like bro bad, dude you gotta watch Breaking Bad I was bad. like oh my Jesus god Christ, this look at is those wave, hard look at Purpose's waveform I know it's we're watching the audio <laughs> I'm the live so feedback sorry Jasper this is gonna be a lot of work this this audio is gonna be fun I'm just saying it was so hard I was like bro this is crazy yeah I don't know how you did it but yeah that's that's Jasper, I'm gonna give it to you. Man, I I don't know if I could rank them, but I have like three in mind that that just stand out to me. Google. Uh, one is an album that we haven't talked about at all yet, okay. or it's off of that. It's I know Nigo. Oh yeah, I am Nigo. Hmm. I messed Which song? with this album, Punchbowl. Oh, oh. with clips. Okay. Wow. Punchbowl full of keys for all my friends. That song goes hard. Another like honorable mention off of this would be Come On, Let's Go, the Tyler track that closes it out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's pretty short. It's sweet. It's got a quick, nice video, too. I was about to say, it has a music I, video, I, too. I liked, it does have. I, I like a lot of songs off that. Yeah, I think it's a super solid, super solid record, and there's just a lot on it that, that kind of goes into this category. But Come On, Let's Go stands out. 
Um, another one that I, ha- I can't not mention is uh, Let the Smokers Shine the Coops. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a really, really good beat. And then N95. Those would be like my four. Okay. Yeah. All right, so I got I got four runner-ups and then a winner. <clears throat> gotcha. Right? So my first runner-up, I wanted to give a shout-out. I'm going to pick Stressed by Conway the Machine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just because like Derringer has become like a top three producer for me. Mm-hmm. And he's like the Griselda House producer. He also did the Action Bronson album this year. Oh, that was really good. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, I got to see him live. He was with he he was the uh, DJ for Action Bronson at Riot Fest. Okay. So like he has really elevated that album. I think has some of the best production of the year. Like as far as just being like a cohesive piece. So I wanted to call that one out. Mm-hmm. The next one I'm going to call out like a local guy because this this beat goes so hard. The, the song is so good. I recommend uh, Therapy Don't Work, Try Drugs oh, yeah, by Chris Crack with that soul sample. <laughs> my God. But like the whole thing works. Mm. All right. So now in my top three, uh, I'm doing All That by Brockhampton. Because like <clears throat> when I learned that it wasn't a sample right, of the All That theme song, it was an yeah. interpolation. Mm-hmm. It's still like my favorite beat. It's still like a favorite beat of the year. Mm-hmm. So I had to include it. Okay. And then No L's. My thing is that, so good. you know, I don't know if it's my favorite sample of the year because mm. I think it's the beat surrounding it. I think there's a lot of stuff outside the sample, but one of the best songs of the year, one of like just the best tracks, it shows up later, like, <laughs> <laughs> like had, had to give it a shout out, but I've already talked about this in the, in the sample one. But to me, if you're asking beat of the year, I don't think it's a question. It's Dancing Out by Jid. It's really good. Like the, the syncopation. Like the the way that beat plays to Jid's strengths, mm-hmm. crazy, crazy, right? It, it and really like is. you yeah. know it, me, it I was I was, I was lukewarm on Jid. I mm-hmm. thought he was cool, but he wasn't really my thing. I know. I heard dance now, and now I am <laughs> certified it, it, locked fan in, boy. locked in. Yeah. The not at times we would text each other just randomly in the middle of the not a two stepping man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, there are so many good bars on this. <laughs> On that song, like the, uh, the uh, jawline is the 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 Florida Georgia line. Jesus I can't say any of the lyrics, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Uh, Look it up if you don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so dance now, absolutely. Okay, but all right. Next one, we're doing bars and lyrics. Yeah. Um. So this one was a lot of fun. I think this one was a lot of fun. Yeah. This is kind of what stuck. These are the ones like the earworm. It just sticks yeah, like the, nonstop. I don't know about you, but like yeah, like a good bar. I'll just be repeating it to myself. I'll yell it at Rachel from across the apartment for no reason. <laughs> like, like just to do it. Uh, how yeah. do we want to? Because like for me, I, I'm gonna be honest. I'm I didn't order mine. I didn't put in. I have list. a winner. Okay. I have a winner, and then I have like loose. I have like six loose. Because, like, yeah. honestly, all of them kind of stick out to me. Yeah. Should we just... And, like, it? some of mine are, like, whole songs. Like, this, like the lyrics in this yeah, are yeah. just, like, so crazy. And, like, some of mine are, like, specific lyrics. Of course. Like well, a single line yeah. or a whole Do you want verse. me to go first? Yeah. Go for yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, so my first one I just thought was crazy were the Virgil Bars mm-hmm. on 100 Chicago's by Lupe Fiasco. Okay. Where he goes, uh, generating zen with some nice sword practice. Rest in peace, Virg LV. It's Vice Lord Backwards. That's a bar. Yeah, like, I stood out in the rain in front of the MCA <laughs> during Virgis funeral and listened to that. It was wild. Okay. Uh, I respect that. Yeah. So that was just a bar of bars. Uh, <laughs> the next one, I actually have these pulled up so I don't mess them up. 
uh, were I thought the COVID bars on Savior Ooh. were just like wild because like there was a lot of speculation about like oh is Kendrick taking like the title songs at ninety five like mm-hmm. you know he's talking about the pandemic right. in a way and uh, where he says like oh seen a Christian say the vaccine to mark of the beat Mark's then he movies. caught COVID yep. and prayed to Pfizer for relief. Then I caught COVID and started to question Kyrie. Will I stay organic or hurt in this bed for two weeks? I, I think like he actually does like wrap up a lot of questions about like the ethics of vaccination in the face of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Like in four bars, <clears throat> that bang. Like, <laughs> I was about to say, it, and he's bringing in so many other parts of culture that impacts him, like yeah. religion. Like yeah. the fact that you can bring that into the conversation. And also, like, like recognizing just, like, the influence someone like Kyrie has, which is mm-hmm. why it's so dangerous, like, why, when he says these things. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> and then the next one, this one's just fun. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It's something I say all the time. Uh, it's from Fly God Jr. on 10. It's got most off cocaine. Kicks 2000. Shits don't got no tr- name. Fiends at the house, it looked like Soul Train. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good. That's actually like, good. That was the one. That was actually However, good. Purvis, I'm going to need you to say... <laughs> Which one? It starts at Kush and ends exactly where you think it does. Kush <laughs> <laughs> like, in the morning, drink my guacamole day. I'm tired of hearing old niggas talk about back in my day. That's the best song. <laughs> that's okay. That's off like John, that John Woo Flick off... Conway the Ooh, Machine, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, was good one. that line. Cush in the morning, drink my yak in the yep. day. I'm tired of old <laughs> dudes talking about back in the day. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I do. So like that's that. my that's my bar of the year. Okay. I just I say that all the time. What? Okay. Not the N word part. I don't say that. <laughs> that's expected. And Jasper, do you want me to go? Are you ready? On. <coughs> I've got I've got two, so I can go if you want. Unless yeah. you've got something you want to get off your chest real quick. I've got a few, so it's gonna take me a minute. <laughs> okay, so let me just pull up the <coughs> section that I really like. Okay, yeah. So I got I have two, and they're both songs or projects that I've already brought up. One is Tyler's opening verse on Cash In Cash Out, just because the imagery of hitting the beach in a furry hat yeah. sticks with you and is just like. You know, it also ties yeah. exactly into what Tyler's been doing. Exactly, the last couple of years. it like, perfectly literally. ties into "Call Me If You Get Lost." I might sled in Utah. LA is too warm. That whole kind of thing. It's it's perfect. It's like the globe trotting. It's the like the opulence. That kind of thing. He's so, in his bag right now. A hundred percent. Yeah. And it's like I'm sad, but I'm a, I'm gonna be materialistic about it. And that's <laughs> like the the aesthetic for the genre. I feel like. Yeah. Um, and then the other one that I think is honestly really really underrated is jay-z's verse on neck and wrist oh very underrated i actually have it pulled up here and i'll 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 read part of it and substitute out anything that i I shouldn't be saying (laughs) necessary uh so towards the middle he says neither i nor my wrist move mockingly y'all spend real money on fake watches shockingly they put me on list with these fellas inexplicably i put your mansion on my wall are you shitting me i blew bird money y'all talking twitter feed we got different sob stories, savior soliloquies. If they was like, they like, if Big was alive, he wouldn't be, Hove wouldn't be in this position. If Big had survived, y'all would have got the commission. Yep. Hove was always going to be Hove. Twas the universe will, because Allah said so, and now I'm here. And it feeds right back into first in the beach with a million dollar auto. And yeah. it's, 
keeps rolling. Yeah, no, that that is a really that's good. probably that one of the best like features. People, yeah. We forget like how good Jay Z can be. Can we also just acknowledge that in order to get that <clears throat> verse, Pusha T just emailed Jay Z and was like, "Hey, can you do a verse for me?" Right. That's and and Jay Z was like, "All right, bet." <laughs> Let me just give you one of the best bars of the year. But 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 an email of all of all the things like to whom it may concern. (laughs) Okay, but um, a lot of mine was just like you said. It's just stuff that like I'll be sitting at home, just randomly comes out of nowhere. Just like I gotta say it. I just feel it. Um, All of them are mostly honorable mentions, but I will give a winner. Uh, The first one talking about Pusher T. Um, we used to roll around copping quarter pounds in the, the border towns. towns. Yep. Yeah. Bro. Yep. And like the oh, beat with it no, as well. That's my winner. That's so my winner. <laughs> <laughs> it was I said so that hard. so many times. Bro. Do you have any, any, how many times in my office when people were like, what did you do this weekend? I'm like, I rolled, rolled around, the, the yeah. border, copping quarter towns from the border pound. Like, bro. What did you do this weekend? <laughs> You did. you did what now? <laughs> oh, my you... nine to five job. <laughs> but um, that's like that classic meme, like 2014, like me at my job at the spreadsheets. Yeah, literally. listening to music about killing people and selling crack. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is literally what it is. This is what we do. Now. Yeah, no, yeah, it's just what we do. Um, that just stuck in my head. That's that was one of the honorable mentions. Um, late in this year, we got SZA to drop an album. Mm-hmm. What really stands out the most, I think, SZA does a fantastic job at kind of showing uh, her lyric game is awesome it's amazing yeah she can sing she can rap on this album everything she's got the feminine charm someone's actually texted me and like it grew on it's like it's a feminine rage it's like the emotions they can't always express yeah. and like when I heard this line even myself I was like I hope I don't make someone feel this way <laughs> <laughs> but um she said them whole accusations weak them B accusations true you hating from nosebleeds I wish you well I think that small line within itself Speaks a lot of value. Yeah. Because a lot of times, kind of females, or they, they take a lot of heat that's like, oh, you're cheating, you're doing this, you're a slut, whatever. Um, super dope. But then at the same time, she was like, if you want to call me like a B, that's fine because I don't like you. Like, if you, yeah. if you feel that way, I don't care. Um, going off of that line, the opposite route, Mr. <laughs> Brett Fires also dropped Jesus an album. Jesus Christ. Which was just as toxic. Just as toxic. <laughs> um, there's a whole verse he goes, first I'm exciting, then I'm gaslighting, make up your mind. I'm rich as F, I ain't nothing at the same time. Please, people hate me and they love me at the same time. I'm guessing everything and nothing at the same time. This is so, like, manipulating. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It, it's, um, it's definitely one that stuck out to me because, like, the whole album in itself, I, a little teaser, it is one of my top albums. Um, this is one of the best concept albums I think of the year in my personal opinion yeah. because it shows his growth along how he's been this toxic and now he's talking about after the effects of being toxic yeah mm-hmm. um, but I'll go into that later um, another one I had in here is Denzel Curry off of walking I started in a nightmare so pinch me I'm dreaming I'm killing off my demons because my soul's worth redeeming you know how I feel about yeah anything with <laughs> angels and demons. You know how I feel about that in hip hop. Yeah. Um, last honorable mention would be I think one of the best features, Buster Rhymes on. I think it's called like science class or something. Science like that. class. Yeah, on science 10, class. Yeah. Um, we used to be good friends, but we can't no more because I don't like you, how you look from my from the optics. We took an oath together, but now you niggas is targets. You see the food in me, and my niggas is coming to harvest. 
that's a bar. That's so. Bar. That's such a bar. You're right. <laughs> and just like how much we talk about just like guns and Call of Duty. That's what my mindset was at when I was yeah. listening to the album. And so I just think it's it's phenomenal. He wraps it up. Um, obvious winner. I've already mentioned it before. I've said it a thousand times about myself. I'll randomly text it to you. I'm not a two-stepping man. I said I do not dance. <laughs> I got a gun inside my pants and the whole world in his hands, which is also tied into Incredible. religion. Yeah, you're totally Oh, right. my God. Yeah. So hard. <laughs> and then the rest of the song. <laughs> I almost, like, I took it off because I, I, the song, that song and that album show up so much on this, yeah, I took it off. I was, like, all of dance now. <laughs> like, the, the whole just, thing. The, yeah. The layers to it. Just mm. fantastic. You know what? While you were going, I, I thought a little deeper, and I think yeah. I came up with my number one. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't even one of the two that I said. I got two more. Okay. Um, one is Jid's verse off of Talk About Me. Yeah, okay. that's really good. I, I don't know if you remember it, but delivery not, the, not DiGiorno, dinner before the sundown, then I was out the front door. Like, yes, I'll take that. Yeah. And then my, my personal favorite is has got to be just the opening of the second verse on um, Call My Bluff. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Call my bluff. Go answer. Hello. Service with a smile when I hand out halos. That's a bar. Yeah, that is that's a, a really bar. Good one. That's a bar. Seeing that, we Jeez. saw we saw that live earlier. Yeah, this all year. three of us did. And that's man, where I met you. Yeah. yeah. And what a what a show. And yeah. him, like just doing that song live and the energy behind it is so different than on the recording, but in like such a good yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Another, I want to shout out the video for that because not many yes. people even know the video exists. Yeah. And it's just. It's very. I almost like, I swapped that for Diet Coke at the last minute yeah. on my list, but that yeah, was I was gonna bring it up, but yeah. I didn't. Uh, yeah, no, because it's very like uh, Sicario, like film yes. grain, like kind of look. It's something. And right here, we're gonna be talking about a a misinterpreted yes. <laughs> category: best singles, best tracks of the year, best kind. Right. So yeah. we actually discussed this category about a month ago. And yeah, we've been we both together took, for a while. Yeah, we took two different approaches to the category. Um, in the description, we just said best singles. So what I did, I took all the actual like single songs, like an artist, like songs that did not that right. were not on yeah, albums, right? That weren't on an album. I made a collection of those. Whereas you, I made, just took like a single song, right? A, a track, like fr- probably more accurate for me, be like best tracks of the year. I was going to say you have best songs. <laughs> I have best singles. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like it's mostly a line. Gonna, I would say it might. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say it'll probably yeah. we'll have some. I'll say tracks. this: coming up with best songs is probably a little bit harder. Yeah, no. What you did, I would not have been able to do. If yeah. I'm being honest, um, there's no yeah. I could pick. Eight but I have a good. Songs. I have a good five honorable mentions. Okay. That's so true. let's. You, you, do you want to go first? You want to go? Yeah, me? I, I can open it up. Yeah, open it up. Um, in terms of best singles, again, these are just songs that came out that didn't make an album. Um, I do have two honorable mentions, and I'll jump into my top ten. I'll be really sure with honorable mentions. Nardo Wick, Who Wants Smoke, gained so much popularity. Um, very upbeat, I believe. Futures on that one, I want to say. I remember that one, yeah. Um, yeah. Amazing track. Um, Andre 3000. Well, I'm going to say Andre 3000. It's really a Kanye West song. Um, Life of the Party. Oh, did that out. drop this year? That dropped this year. Yeah, because that was added on to Donna. Yeah, you're right, because it was on the Deluxe. Yeah. And Donna 2 is not a real album, so I didn't. But anyway, I'm going to call it Andre 3000 song because it's really just his It verse. might as well be. Yeah. yeah, it might really might as well be. Um, but jumping into my top 10, I'll kind of fire through some of them. Just because of popularity, Pussy Power, Gunna. Yeah. It, that blew up. Everyone was talking about it. 
Get a Drake feature is gonna blow up. Um, besides that, I've already talked about the Ace, the ASAP Rocky music video is one of my favorites, although I don't think it's the best single. Um, DMB came out, and then we have the Bia J Cole feature. London came out yeah, this year. Yeah, that was a good one. That was yeah, a really that good was one. a good one. Real different vibe for J Cole. Very different. And I'm really hoping that that's kind of like something we can see going forward with uh, Dreamville. He really proves that he is one of the future or the feature goats. Um, moving on past that, <laughs> just because like it's undeniably one of the most played tracks, at least at the later part of the year. Little Uzi Vert just want to rock. Oh yeah, dude. everybody! Oh my god! Yeah, she's yeah. Like no, the that's, a, that's that that was something right. I. It, it was hard for me to because I'm at like five honorable mentions, ten songs because mm-hmm. I did the hard mode. <laughs> right, right, it was hard not to include just want to rock. It, it was just it's so phenomenal. Good. It's such yeah, a good song. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the perfect TikTok song. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of crazy how it feels like a song tailor-made for TikTok while also just being something that fits very organically within Little Uzi's repertoire. Like like the fact that, and I think what was the biggest standout when this first was even, because this was originally just on SoundCloud. Yeah. But when it was first like gaining its popularity, it's just like, is Uzi doing like dance music? Not dance music, but like like New York style, like gritty music. Like what's going on? Um... Then we're actually getting into like the ones I think are the hard hitters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Chance the Rapper, Child of God. Yeah. Hot that take. was hot take. Well, no, I think Chance redeemed himself this year. He doesn't have a exactly. showing on my right. anything of mine, but I this remember was, this was the first like this was like the first big Chance. arc yeah. in the thing. Like, we were almost like Chance the Rapper report is when we first started right. the podcast. Oh, like, I know. Wow, yeah. I, I remember that first episode. <laughs> that that was the one where I was like, "You got to put me on. I have thoughts and feelings about this." <laughs> well, I mean, I'm most popular episode. What happened? Whatever happened to Chance the Rapper? Yeah. yeah. Well, we're in the future now, and he's making some good singles. He he dropped a bunch of really good singles. He made a bunch this year. of really good singles. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. Another one I wanted to mention, Vince Staples' Magic. Um, yeah. That was one of the most, like, smoothest songs of the year, in my opinion. It just kind of flows. It sounds good. It wraps up everything. I, when I think about Vince Staples, yeah. it's a perfect West California quip rocking to your 9 to 5 office yeah. song. <laughs> um, yeah, I can see that. Nas featuring 21 Savage, One Mic, One Gun. This is one of the more lyrical singles that came out this year, later in the year. Tony Savage is again another feature king. Yeah, he really is. Um, Kendrick Lamar, the heart, technically part five was a single. Yeah, no, it was. <laughs> came out. Um, we've said a lot about that song. We, yeah. we know how we feel about it. Cash in, cash out is a single. Yeah, yeah, and it's one of the best songs. Of the one year. of the best songs of the year. One of the best music videos of the year. And then um, I know you're gonna hate me, but the other Chance the Rapper is my favorite. The highs and lows. Highs and lows of Joey Highs Badass? and lows was like the storyline of like the beginning of his comeback. I'm not saying it's a comeback yet. I'm not going to go that far. But like in terms of like it an apology be. song, because we yeah. talked about that, like actually. he's The thing is he's set up for a comeback right, right now. Right, exactly. That's that's his position right now. He the, the things he did this year, I don't think it was enough to qualify as a comeback. Right, no, not no, yet. It's, not yet. It's, keeping, it's, it's returning to the mainstream line of thinking, like the mm. the, the, the popular, yeah. like pop culture. He's just coming and back like, into it. And like, it's hard. Like, it is kind of hard to quantify the damage that has been done to Chance the Rapper's, like, it, reputation. It's I, when I was at the Metro the other week uh, for the Freddie Gibbs concert, mm. I, uh, we there was a poster, and it was the Acid Rap Live, May 14th, 2013. I almost went to that. I wasn't wow. able to, but 
Yeah, uh, that's a what yeah. a difference. That's a heavy. But like the people, ten are, years, like, what a the people who are like, it's like, oh, it's embarrassing. They should take that down. And it's like, what do you mean? It's like he's Don't like the big. Down. I'm like the big day, and I'm like, yeah, the big day was ass, right. but like it, it has no right. bearing on the acid rap era. Like, that is untouched. Like, like <laughs> it's like, god damn it! I, that's how you, I can tell you guys are transplants. Like, well, <laughs> the, the problem with it though, I think, is that when you have an album like the big day, which is so not what. Anyone wanted? Anyone wanted or expected? Yeah. It, it even whenever I whenever I see something chance now, I negatively associate it with more current events. So I can kind of see where that's coming from. Mm-hmm. Just because, it's like, yeah, damn, like even songs off of Ten Day, Ten Day that were recorded in this terrible quality, bang. Yeah. And it's yeah. like it's like now I just whenever I have I think of that about that happy memory I'm like oh yeah everything with chance it was like oh yeah everything with chance <laughs> yeah so that's kind of where I'm at but yeah no yeah. I, I get that I'm like to some degree but I you know but I mean like like we said we, he could be on the way to a comeback everything yeah. he's done it's the proper steps to do so in this song specifically we talked about it when it first came out this look it's an apology song it really is it yeah. sounds like an apology song and it's a very insightful song in terms of like mm-hmm. how he's dealing with it because. Don't get, don't get me wrong. As fans, it sucks when your artist just like turns. Yeah. Kanye West. <laughs> yeah. Not, uh, not, not for the same reasons, but just saying in general. Uh, like you, yeah. you, but you yeah, can't no, like enjoy the music that's anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, R. Kelly. Also the list different. goes on. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. With Khalifa, another one that's not like. Not as bad. <laughs> no, right? no one Not near. like a moral right. thing. Exactly. Or just like a quality one. Like, fell off. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he's got to lift weights, okay? That <laughs> right. takes time. It's like, how's he going to lift weights to go with the Joe Rogan podcast if he's making <laughs> songs as good as Rolling Papers? Like, <laughs> Whack. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, but anyway, yeah. That, that's kind of why. I'm giving it, it's the apology, it's the comeback, it's the, I'm sorry. And I'm sure, as fans, it sucks when your artist's turn, but imagine how the artist feels. Yeah, sounds. no, it's hard. Like, yeah. their, but, the entire career, in their eyes, is probably like, it's over. Yeah, so, but Highs and Lows is a hell of a song. Hell of a song. Hell of a song. All right, let's go into the top songs, because in reality, my list is probably going to be your list. Yeah, this is my, like, it's kind of just my interpretation of the same category. Are we going to uh, untie for the camera? Uh, we can just cut it real quick and then go yeah. back over in one second. <clears throat> All right, yeah. So we had like a little bit of a misunderstanding of this. Right. I picked like tracks. Mm. Like thinking singles just being like, oh, like the singles off an album, you know, because right. I, I, I see singles as being directly related. I think mm. the ones that don't end up on the album are the exception, right? So that's where my mind went. And I have five honorable mentions and 10 songs. It's hard. I mean, I get it. it it's, it's so hard. hard. It's, it's very so hard. hard yeah. All right. I wouldn't have been. And even that, like, I'm going to throw out at least one that isn't on this list. So it's really 16. But for honorable mentions, uh, I have uh, Savior, Kendrick okay. Lamar. Uh, I have just. Just out of pure how many times I've listened to this song, okay. I have Hours of Silence yeah. from Her Lots. Yeah. Wow, okay. Uh, down in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, 100 Chicago's. Wow, down in Atlanta. Okay. Yeah, 100 Chicago's. Down in Atlanta is an interesting song. Right. I, I like it a lot. It's, it's good. Yeah. It's a good song. I it's not as good as the, the other Pharrell is Cash In, Cash Out, which right. was the other Pharrell release this year. But it, it's a really good song. What's cool about it to me, if I can just like jump in for a second. Go right ahead. Yeah, this is for. Yeah, it's just so interesting because you know how like whenever Travis <laughs> gets on a song, 
he like tends to define the sound. It's like, oh, that's it's a Travis, Travis song now. Song, right. yeah. This is not that. <laughs> and it's rare. Which is so that's weird to, to me. Exactly. Yeah, that's hard to find. It's like yeah. that and like James Blake are like the only people who have been like able to pull him out. Yeah, like <laughs> pull Travis out pull and out. retain the identity of their own sound over yep. his like aesthetic, his to- voice. Totally agree. So that's why I yeah. had to give it a shout Super out. Super interesting. So uh, Survivor's Guilt off 2000, uh, the Joey Badass song. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know where he talks about the death of DJ Steez? Mm-hmm. Uh, not really, not my top 10 because it's not a song I revisit a lot. <laughs> not an album I revisit a lot. Yeah, but, you know. And then Ain't No Fun off of Full Court Press. Okay. Yeah, that was a, you know, mm-hmm. not an album that is going to make it into the, the album of the year discussion, but a fun, it was a fun couple months I spent listening to that <laughs> album. Okay. All right, so for 10, okay. just because, like, this is, this is a fun song. I'm going Poland by Little Yachty. Hey. Yeah, dude. He took the walk to Poland. That is a fun song. He took the walk to Poland. And also, I think, like, I know, like, the verse is just not even, like, a real thing. Yeah. But, like, the the polyrhythms. Like, the rhythms of the beat and, like, the rhythm of his saying. Like, it's just, like, it's an earworm, like, in its it own way. It is It's know? amazing that it can be a minute and 40 seconds and stick with you that quick. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's a testament to, to just, like, the, the technique on yeah. that. All right, so my next one, uh, we'll be saying Stick with Jid, uh, yeah. J. Cole, Ken something yeah. off the Dreamville one. Just because, like, once again, like, we how, that how many times? We saw that yes, we did. Yeah. And the energy? Yeah, dude. St- every time that comes on, I just yell, Stick! <laughs> I didn't want to put that as like lyrics on the thing yeah, I say because right, it's right. just a word. It's a chant. But it's just I something. Was, <laughs> when and we like, were there, everyone was losing And you know mind. what? Like one of the best lyrics of, of the year is like, but I still treat a ride to the wood like a hike to the woods. Keep a, Got a stick that I take with me. Like, Jesus uh, Christ. So Jesus absolutely Christ. great song. Uh, number eight, I got once again showing up on here, uh, Therapy Don't Work, Try Drugs by Chris Crack. Okay. Uh, just absolute fun Amazing song. Okay. Uh, the next one, uh, Gasoline by The Weeknd. Oh, okay. Hey, that was going to okay. be one of my music videos. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. No, Gasoline by The Weeknd. I just love, like, something I do like about Dawn FM that I, I'm growing into more appreciation of mm-hmm. is how different it is, like, in every capacity from every Weekend album in front of it, including After Hours, which I think is ultimately a superior album. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think this is just, like, the way he's singing uh, on the verses, like very low and like not in his typical falsetto, and then getting to this big hook, I just think it works really, really well. It, it, it's not just because it came out in January, but it's probably the song I've listened to the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one, we've been singing his praises all day. It's been a standout, uh, but cash in, cash out. Mm-hmm. Just the second, the second I heard that mm-hmm. boom, that four count, I was like. Song of Base the year. overload. Song, Turn everything song up. of the <laughs> That's just that's just such a Pharrell thing too. Yeah. Is the one, two, three, four, and on five you load. And on all of them, on every song he does. And oh, it's crazy course. how yeah. like how rarely that same exact thing, like, it never bothers me. Oh no. Like no. I hear it show up on Tip of a Butterfly with All Right and it mm-hmm. doesn't bother me. I hear it show up on Run the Jewels Four. He flexes it. it. Yeah, it's he on, uses the artist it's on like everything. actual sounds yeah. and his voice and everything. It's on yeah. it's on um what is it, Robin Thick. Yeah, it's on everything. Yeah. yeah. Alright, so my next one, we get another shout out and going Road Clean by Big Crit. 
Okay. Just absolutely smooth. It's this one more than any other song in the album leans on the soul side, mm-hmm. but I don't give a shit. It's really good. <laughs> okay. Uh, four, I'm going Man on the Moon, Brockhampton. Yeah, I listen to this song a lot. It is wow. just an earworm to me. Okay. The only thing I really, when I heard this, one of the things I always wanted Brockhampton to do is have more features. Uh, when I saw Man on the it. Moon, I was like, oh my God. You wish. Could you imagine just Cuddy Hums? You wish. <laughs> I know. I did wish. That's what this was. No way. Uh, my next one, we're getting my top three. Okay. Okay, so my third track of the year, I got to put Cody 31. Okay. You know, that was on... I don't think there's a single song on the Forever Story that isn't hard-hitting and truthful and, like, soulful. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this is just the cream to the cream of that album. Mm-hmm. You know, he's and actually like, singing, and he's singing. Yeah. He's singing better than some singers, right? Like some great singers. Like he really is, right? Mm-hmm. My next one, I got to go with "Ain't No Way," the posse cut off of "Melt My Eyes, See Your Future" with Denzel Curry, Jid, Rico Naxi, and Six Lac. Mm-hmm. Just a, a god damn it, a posse cut of the. <laughs> is it is it black? Is it Six Lac? I have nobody no, knows. No yeah. one knows. Nobody knows. Yeah. But this is this is just like I love a good posse cut, and this is just four artists going as hard as they can, mm-hmm. you know. And finally, my last one, John Woo flick, wow. Benny the Butcher, Conway the Machine, and West Side Gun. This shit ben is, is a trio, though. This is like first off, like just emblematic of the music I listened to this year, and also just like Conway's album is very gritty mm-hmm. this is like the one exception where it feels like it's like a, a high gloss like gangster movie mm-hmm. it really it hits everything for me it, it's my song of the year for sure okay yeah it's got some of the best bars I think the, the three verses are on here are all verse of the year contenders okay yeah John Woo flick song of the year for me I like that all right, I've got a yeah, I've got a list of ten. They're not necessarily in an order, but I think I can pick a favorite out of mm. all of them. So I'll just go through and then do the favorite at the end. Um, so something a little different, not in the hip hop rap genre, is uh, the new single from uh, Joji. Oh, uh, okay. Glimpse of Glimpse us. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice kind of slow hits though, and it's like just the right length. It doesn't overstay its welcome, but at the same time, it's got a lot of um, a lot of presence to it. And there's a lot of kind of open space on the track where it kind of, there's a, almost like a, a hanging where it's like you're expecting, you're waiting for something to come next. I feel like it really pulls you in. Mm-hmm. Um, then I've got, yeah, we already <clears throat> talked about it and it's probably high on the list if I had to rank them, but cash in, cash out for obvious reasons. I mean, that track has just grown on me like crazy. Music video is good, you know reception even their live performances of it all like all year have banged yeah and that that whole thing with um what is it tyler bringing out pharrell and 21 on stage and embarrassing pharrell in front of everybody just no listen iconic (laughs) you're gonna take this compliment so good um i also had poland on there just for like doing so much with so little yeah a minute and 40 is only so much to you know make an impression and for some people that could be a skit that could be an interlude and yeah, it's there's, there's a lot achieved with a minute and 40 seconds on that track. Um, 
some other ones I had N95 we did talk about to death already the shit hard you already know uh, for obvious reasons and then we start getting into some that I we haven't talked about as much Out the Way by Yeet off the new new album okay. I really like that track I'm very much looking forward to seeing that live in March gonna we're, we're going to be going to that so that's going to be going to be fun he's going to be in town um, yeah just kind of straight banger like don't have to think too much about it just put it on and, and go for a ride um and then come on let's go tyler and nego so i know nego again just solid project that i think didn't get enough love um and then we get into i'd say like top three or four territory i'm gonna say love the off of the uh the last single off of uh the new kid cuddy greatest Uh, hits yeah, yeah, and the, the love is the re-release. The, yeah. Well, it's it's technically like the release for him for Cody, oh, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, 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 it was on Sound. I, I SoundCloud. Kept, yeah, I kept SoundCloud on my phone for that one song for like six years. Okay, yeah, because it's, it's just like song. such a it's it's like the fact that it's actually like I guess fully mastered and yeah, this out. is it's yeah. a gray area, but I'll, I'll I'd count it as a release. Yeah, and the, and he yeah. also closed his show with that, which was pretty pretty cool this year as Great well. Show. Um, and then. Get into the runner-ups here. Yeah, uh, rock and roll, Pusha T, Kanye, Cuddy. Yeah, again, the whole Kanye thing. But it, it sucks, but it's such a good song. That song and that, his feature specifically is really good. That song, yes, that song got major playtime for me this year. Like, one hundred percent, just sitting on the playlists and and just coming up over and over and never a skip. I, yeah, I'd never skip it on the album. I'll say that. Like. Yeah, and then coming down to my final two here, it's gonna be New Mode off of Intergalactic. Okay. Love sure. that song. And it's like it's more mild and it's it's calmer than a lot of the other things that I have, but I think it really brings something kind of interesting to the table. It's it's a sound we've kind of heard from Cuddy before. It's familiar, but at the same time there's something kind of new about it. It's got that cinematic feel from the whole project and just kind of like a nice standalone. I'm disappointed that wasn't actually one of the singles off the project. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cuz he did Do What I Want and then the other one that's later in the album. Yeah. And then my number one spot has got to go to uh, Let the Smoker Shine the Coops. Just gotcha. because, talk about presence on a track, man. Like Yeah, and it's short, too. And it's so good. And that's another verse that I should have brought up is the second verse. Co- Coca Leaf and Potpourri's Chains Over the Cox Sportif. Yeah, mm. like, mmm. <laughs> my favorite is... There's like, an image like, being conjured. <laughs> well, another thing that's crazy is, like, I think, like, every... Like every bar on that is like the same amount of syllables. It is. It's it's so tight. It's Everything so about good. it is yeah. just totally dialed in, and yeah. that's my that's probably my number one for the year. That's a good one. That that project just walked away for me personally. It's like everything else. I mean, Kendrick is crazy good, but just something about Push coming back and being able to do the same thing over <coughs> better again. Mm. I'll take it. Yeah. No, you can't <laughs> say no to that. Yeah. So yeah, those are my ten. Bro, that. Let's Ooh, see. Let's cut. Let's just make sure that works. Yeah. Oh, I think it did. Big dogs. Yes, it did. All right, gentlemen. We've made it. We're at the big one. <laughs> the big one. <laughs> We're at the big one. Album of the year list. Let's do it's it. Right. Heavy. All right. Do we want to do all of our honorable mentions first? Because I have, I have a. Cl- That's fine. Yeah. 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 Okay. Do yours. Okay. I have a couple. That's the thing. I have like six. Like, okay. It's okay. A okay. Like, um, <laughs> it was impossible. This was a good year. Like. Yeah, this is gonna be the meat of the podcast. Yeah. Um, Kanye or Conway the Machine, God don't make mistakes. It passed on me at first, but when I came yeah. back to listen to it, this album is phenomenal. 
only reason it didn't make it with within my like top ten, I really wanted like one Griselda to represent like all of them. Yeah, and there's other ones. And there's other ones. So Kelly Machine was very, very good quality to me. Vince Staples has solidified his sound. Oh, Ramona Park broke my heart. So good. Yeah. I think it's so good. I didn't want to include it just because it the sound that he's developed works very well in a smaller context. So, I don't know if it was last year or the years before that, but his last album is much shorter and more compact. Mm-hmm. I think it works better. Yeah. It's like 25 minutes because you can play it like this. Yeah. It's yeah. a good time eater. But this one, it gets drawn out a bit too much because he is a very, like, dry, not dry, but, like, he's a very whatever person. He's very laid back. He's yeah. very calm. He's very funny at times. He's not in your face. No, exactly. He, he's funny. He's friendly. But, like... He's very like he's the standoff guy. Yeah. So it it doesn't like expand over the whole album. Um, Lupe the fiasco, Lupe fiasco, definitely a runner up for me. Um, I liked hearing something of quality, but it just didn't stick out. Freddie Gibbs did amazing, but if I put Pusha C, I didn't want to put Freddie Gibbs. Yeah, so I feel that. I feel yeah. that. mention. Absol just came out too late in the year. I think he could have made it in my top ten. Yeah, I, I definitely feel as I as I stew on Hubert Herbert mm-hmm. a little bit more, and I've revisited mm-hmm. a couple like a little bit a little bit there here and there. Like it, it definitely could have creeped up and had more of an impact. Exactly. Had it not come out two days before the time of the year where I listened to listen to least amount of rap music. Yeah, I <laughs> like, literally, literally was about to say I didn't fully understand or grasp the like impact of releasing something yeah. in December. Like Scissors on album almost didn't drop because it was like the time period. Yeah. And now I understand. But December is usually a pretty piece. big release window. That is true, but there's also times where like you just sometimes get pushed out because of the holidays. Yeah, that's fair. Um and then my last one, which is a curveball, Omar Apollo. Um okay. He is an artist that I discovered this year. He does also um, sing, I guess you can say, in Spanish as well. So it's kind of a, a mixed culture yeah. album. Mm-hmm. Very phenomenal album, I think. It's very clean, but uh, it just it doesn't really fit within the scope, I think. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So yeah, that's my honorable mentions. Okay, cool. I'll go next. So first up for my honorable mentions, this one pains me. It pains me to put on my honorable mentions. Okay. But 2000. Joey Badass's album, fo- follow-up to 1999. Yeah. Joey is one of my golden boys. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite rappers like yeah. of his generation. Mm-hmm. And it's a great album. But there's just 10 better. It's, uh, it's a tough year. Yeah, it's, it's just a, it's a reality. Year. Yeah, And I told you right off the bat, I don't yeah. know why 2000 just didn't sit with me. I did have to go back and I kind of warmed up to it a little bit. But like, it just doesn't make the list, I don't think. All right. Next one, S.O.S. Okay. I it, it was it was on my list until I remembered one album and then okay. yeah and okay. I actually I remembered two albums and then okay, I down. yeah it dropped down a bit but then so that made me uh technically an EP uh but I'm uh she her black bitch by oh, Dochi. Yeah, yeah. Dochi yeah yeah no, that just like sucker punched me and like a few of the songs like crazy have just been in my rotation all year mm-hmm. I, I I feel a lot better about keeping this one in the honorable mentions because I feel like Dochi's success is in front of her. Yeah. Um, She'll make the but list. I needed to give it a shout out. Uh, wanted to shout out another female rapper with a great album. I want to recommend The Liz 2 from Armani Caesar okay. uh, off the Griselda tapes. 
Uh, I also had to limit the amount of Griselda on my top 10. And even though this isn't Griselda proper, mm-hmm. uh, it's certainly Downriver. Long live DJ Shea by the Black Soprano family, which is Benny the Butcher's whole yeah. uh, uh, collective. Westside West Side Gun, mm-hmm. Stove God Cooks, they're all on that uh, album. Mm-hmm. And it's one of my favorites. It is... Organized crime music. <laughs> uh, and then an album I got a lot of heart for, but unfortunately I just couldn't justify in my top 10. Uh, Digital Roses Don't Die. Ooh. You know, like I, I think like the fact that we started the podcast and that was like our first deep dive and like the first album we really... It's personal. You know, I, I, I have a soft spot for Big Crit. I do think this is a good album, albeit not his best. And I, I just wanted to give it a shout out because I really enjoyed it that much. Mm-hmm. And then my last honorable mention... Because I cannot believe that it is an honorable mention for me is her loss. Oh, wow. I just couldn't justify not putting it on my list with how much I listened to it. Okay. I think it, it's bittersweet because I think her loss. Uh, I, I think Drake had like almost like a creative redemption, mm-hmm. but he sucked this year because he split it between two albums. <laughs> he had the new creative ventures. I think he, like, he kind of needed to go down with honestly never mind. But then that album just didn't execute. It was just ass. Uh, and then her loss, like, yeah, it's kind of like exactly what you would expect from a Drake 21 project, but it's executed very, very well. It's very well. Very well executed. And there's just been, I just couldn't deny it based on how often I listened to it. So those are my honorable mentions. Okay. Yeah, I did not consume as much media that came out this year. So my list is a little shorter. Mm-hmm. And I haven't also listened as well as or at all to a lot of the things that you both have already mentioned. So yeah. my list is pretty different. Um, so in the last kind of spot here, I've got, I think, five runner-ups. Okay. So last spot is going to be Life, the Eat album. It's just, it's pretty mindless, but at the same time, as a sound, it's kind of exactly what I was looking for in the space because one of my favorite albums of all time, unfortunately now, is Yeezus. And the sound of rap overlaid over that kind of like noisy industrial, industrial. or yeah. So basically what Gasafelstein wound up doing with that project and also his own solo work, but actually with rap and a lot of the beats on pretty much anything Yeet does kind of are in that vein, just with more of like a trap focus, I feel. So, so yeah, that project I really enjoyed, even though it's, you know, content wise, just completely empty. Um, then after that's going to be, I know Nigo just to come back out and have what I would consider the actual artful, thoughtful version of a DJ Khaled album, better executed version of what God did. And most of the Khaled albums are, you know, doing more with less next up on my list is gotta be, uh, intergalactic kind of middle of the road of my runner ups here. Uh, I think it was, you know, well executed, and I p- spent a lot of time with the project outside of the actual film. I actually listened to it a good amount, and I think that even though it's not nearly as, <clears throat> say, energetic because of its its kind of co commingled uh, status with the the film, I think it's a super solid release. Just in the term in terms of like being a project that kind of is able to stand on its own to an extent, even though it has this like multimedia component tied in. And I, I, I find it has some pretty, pretty high replay value, so I, I enjoyed that. And then the the next two, the, the two runner-ups that are kind of tied for the main runner-up are going to be Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers and Jid's Forever Story. And I haven't spent enough time with either of these, so 
it's one of those where I have to go back and really like actually listen to them musically. I've kind of been through them, but I want to go back and really dive into the lyrics and, and go through them with the attention they deserve. So those are my runner ups. All right. Well, all right. So Mr. Mr. Funches, you want to start with number 10? We'll go back and forth. Yeah. We're going to go back and forth so we can include jazz in our number one. Okay. Um, don't hate me. But as number 10, partially I'll put Denzel Curry. Okay. No, that's fine. I thought you were about to say Nav, and I was no. literally going to throw some shit at you. <laughs> I'm not, not going to troll that hard. Not um, with that attitude. I, I put Denzel Curry for a couple of reasons. I think the album is just too well made to be an honorable mention. Yeah. I think it deserves to be in a top 10 conversation for this year. Now, the reason it's not, like, anywhere higher, personally, I didn't listen to the album that much. Yeah, I feel that. Um, I don't know why it just didn't grasp me like I thought it would. I did go back a couple times, actually, to listen to it. And there's a lot of really good hits on the album. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, spots that are, like, yeah. I think are highlights of the year. But overall, I just, it didn't personally hit. But I understand the quality that's in the album. Okay, So that's I think fair. it deserves it. That's fair. Okay. So for my number 10, I'm going Drill Music and Zion, the Bay Fiasco. I think the energy it captures from that 48-hour studio session, you know, in his own home without a MacBook, but still. Hmm. I think... It's like our studio session right here. Yeah, well, thank you. We aren't Lupe. Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of funny. It probably was in a a neighborhood not far from here, too. This is is all it takes. Don't let your dreams be dreams. Yeah. Anyone can do this. That being said, he made drum music in Zion in 48 hours, and here we are making a podcast about it. Yeah. Yeah. Let your dreams be dreams when you sleep. (laughs) (laughs) There's your your hit single. Yeah. uh, But yeah, there we go. So, drill music in Zion, easy. uh, Pains me to put it as far back as it is, you know. Uh, But yeah, that's that's my number 10. Okay. Um, My number 9, I'm going to put in SZA, SOS. I think I really enjoyed SZA. Um, I think the album is... One of the highlights for her career, just because she dives into so many different genres and sounds throughout the album while making it feel complete. There is a lot of, we talked about it in the episode, there's a lot of like background wallpaper. So unfortunately that doesn't stand out as much, but I think overall as a whole, I think it's one of the better albums. Yeah, no, it it definitely is greater than the sum of its parts. Exactly. In a way that not all albums are. Right. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. All right. So for my number nine, and a very confusing thing on my list, okay. I'm putting ten. Okay. Uh, Hitler wears Hermes ten. Okay. Uh, by West Side Gun. Yeah. Yes. Technically a mixtape, but that feature list. Right. That feature list. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, it's really good. Jesus Christ, and I, I just tracks on it. I think are like classics. I think Fly God Jr. Mm-hmm. production by his son. He comes on there, mm-hmm. makes the first Griselda trap song. <clears throat> you know, you have everyone from ASAP Rocky to Run the Jewels to Busta Rhymes. Yeah, the feature. I, I think like if you just isolate features, mm-hmm. this is album of the year, easy. Uh, and then not to mention, debatably the best posse track of the year on. 
Oh, the last track? Yeah, the last track where it Ridiculous. has like Benny the Butcher, Everyone. West Side Gun, Conway the Machine, Stove God Cooks, Armand. You name it. Everyone. The entire <laughs> Griselda clan. Yeah. Uh, and it and is... then after the year they had, that felt like a victory, a, a deserved victory lap. Yeah. I was literally about to say it's, it's a victory lap, especially that last song. Because we talked about like those nine-minute songs. Yeah. This would be one I would add. Yes. Yeah. yeah, 100%. Um... Believe it or not, that's later on on my list. I'll come back to it. Um, but for number eight, we we literally just had a discussion about this off camera. But personally, I'm putting, and I'll explain why. I'm putting the her loss Drake on the one side. You're putting her loss at eight. I'm putting her loss at eight. Okay, buddy. I think that's your loss. No, 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 I'm just having fun. I'll explain. We like to have fun here. We I'll, like I'll, to have I'll fun explain. here. What if like, someone came to the front door and was like, Drake <laughs> police? The thought police. It's UMG, right? There you go. Um, the, the reason I'm putting it in, and I'm really just the replay value is amazing. Um, it does have some of the highlights, I think, of the year um, in terms of some of the songs, the transitions, Drake's somewhat return. Back into quality. <coughs> I won't say anything past that. Um, I think Twenty One Savage delivers on every verse. There are some petty lyrics, but overall, there's a lot of hard bars in this album, personally. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it deserves to be any further higher up. I include this as my one like. What's the word I want to use without it being like <laughs> too negative? It's my like basic track. It's my yeah, basic I, album. I, I could see it's yeah, commercialized. Every, it's simple. Yeah. It's straightforward. Yeah. You'll hear it in the club. You'll hear it everywhere. It's, it's, it's blue not box, meant to craft be, macaroni and cheese. It's, yeah. it's not meant to be some deep thought anything. You just, yeah. it's, it bang, it's a bang. Like yeah. that? Yeah. All right. All right. So for my eight, once again, pains me it's this high. Okay. I'm going soul sold separately by Freddie Gibbs. Wow, okay. It made yeah. the list? Yeah, no, it absolutely made okay. the list. It now, the list. It's a good, I, I think yeah. it's a good album, yeah. Yeah, and I think that there's another album that we've been comparing it to a lot tonight mm-hmm. that upon re-listen, I actually think they're extremely different albums. Okay. Uh, which we'll get to. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, I think like the... I think the very light concept of like this is the night in the hotel for Freddie Gibbs. It's a nice touch. This is him post-fame mm-hmm. in a way. Uh, like Alfredo, Pinata, Bandana, those are all like underground artsy trap mm-hmm. rapper Gibbs. Yep. This is the Gibbs who's friends with Jeff uh, Joe Rogan, who <laughs> literally calls in on the album. Mm-hmm. Not to mention the fact that it has like the shiny production, you know, some top tier features. I think I'm a fan of Moneybag Yo now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is funny to say, okay. not just because he has the best name. He does have. The he best does name. have a good name. Moneybag. Yo, that and Bird. That and Birdman are like up there. Oh, I'd say. Yeah. That's a good name. Yeah. Okay. So I, I had to put it's almost uh, soul sold separately. I respect like, that. I honestly yeah. do. I, I I completely forgot about the hotel concept. That's like a big staple. Yeah. Yeah. And, like and the, the, vi- the videos that came out of that too. Yeah. Are, really good. Are yeah. very very nice. Yeah. I got this. I was lucky enough to see him perform his live for the oh, first time. Sick. Yeah, yeah. So that was really good. Okay, but um, then we'll move on to seven. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you can pick up the theme, but the thing that I did for seven through ten, it's like things I feel like necessarily fit in. It's just in that bubble. Like her loss is like commercialized, simple. For number seven, I'm doing cheat codes. 
Wow, you cheat codes rated all the way to the top. Um, for me, number seven with cheat codes. If I want to hear that old nineties mixed in with yeah, no, no, it, it's the album. Yeah, that, that's it. Yeah, it's bar after bar. It after does bar. feel modern though. It feels yeah, modernized. It feels it's not so throwbacky, but yeah, no. So cheat codes if is I great. want something in that bubble, it, it's got to be there. Yeah, it's the best one for me. All right. So for me, it's seven. Putting it's almost dry by okay. Pusha T, and this is the album I said like oh it gets compared a lot to SSS yeah. because like Freddie Gibbs and Pusha T they're so similar that Pusha T's on SSS, uh, but I actually think that they are like very different. I think uh, SSS is very sprawling. It feels like it's a long album. It's a long album. It feels very emotional. It's not as like yeah. dagger precise. It's not as like. Uh, I don't want to say it's like less artful than uh, it's always dry. I don't think that's the right word, hmm. but it's certainly less pointed. It's less refined. Refined is a good one, and I think it works for the album. No, it does. Yeah, I, I think it really works for what Freddie Gibbs is trying to do. They're eight and there's seven and eight on here, uh, but it's al- it's almost dry. I just couldn't. I just couldn't deny. Here's it's a if I could just jump in. Here's a question for you: Would you say that? This is kind of like Freddie Gibbs's rodeo in that sense. Maybe I think I don't think that I I no actually as a matter of fact no I'm gonna say that's that because like it, I don't no think, it is like I but in terms of can, like a big project that kind of defines a pivotal point in their career. The thing is that Travis doesn't have like look what was it Owl Pharaoh like Owl that's Pharaoh, fun yeah. right yeah. but Owl Pharaoh does not compare to Alfredo or Bandana. Or that previous... That I could agree with, but Travis's work as a producer on so many other things is, yeah, but like, I think, a testament to like his experience before that as well. Yeah, sure. But I don't know if I'm feeling that that, that exact comparison. That's Just because yeah. like, this does feel like a stepping stone. Yeah. Uh, and maybe we won't be able to like really analyze like where this is in Freddie Gibbs's catalog until we get the next album yeah i I could see that like context being required yeah like you know is the next album closer to alfredo or is it closer to this you know because this does feel and this doesn't feel commercial per se this feels like uh sss felt like what freddie gibbs wanted to make Mm -hmm. but it definitely felt like in the public eye in a way yeah, you know, more Freddie compared Gibbs, to the other ones. Than the other ones, yeah. Right. It always felt like, like Freddie Gibbs was like a secret handshake that real hip hop heads would like <laughs> it's say to each other. Yeah. I feel like but now he's just famous. Yeah, I feel like there's kind of a mid- middle ground, which is a really nice place artists walk, where it's like at the start you're probably making music for yourself because you want to, because maybe no one's paying you yet or anything, and then eventually you reach a point of critical mass where you're. Yeah, yeah, with the number six, it is almost dry. Um, we pretty much have it at the exact same spot. So I think everything that came in with this album. Yeah, it's um, a perfect album. Yeah, top down. It, it's literally damn near flawless album. Yeah, it really is. Because the, the songs are going to it, the beat that goes into it. Yeah. Literally and, everything. And it's something we talked about, like, because we were submerged in this album's roll right. up. We were... We were listening to the singles as it hit. Rolling deep. We were, yeah, we were deep in it. We saw the live show. We did the whole thing. Literally everything. Yeah, yeah like we did, we did everything short of buying merch. And I don't know if Jasper bought. I merch. bought merch. Okay. I have a shirt upstairs. Yeah. yeah okay. like, <laughs> so everything about the yeah, album so was it's just it flawless, was flawless. Really, yeah. Uh, 
That's really all I can say. And, yeah. like, another thing that we talked about before technical difficulties was, like, how it everything on it is just so good that even the songs that I didn't really mess with mm-hmm. like when the album first dropped, I eventually found my way to them. Right. You, you know, like, Scrape It Off is the best example of it. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah. I heard it, like, when it came out. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like, I like Don Tolliver. Like, this right. is cool. But then, like, after three, four weeks of listening to nothing but Brambleton <laughs> and, uh, like, Rock and Roll and the push, uh, the Dream One, mm-hmm. Dreaming of the Past, I'm like, oh, damn, this hit, it's hard. Yeah, you know? exactly. And it's just, like, it keeps going and going. You it's, can always come back fantastic. to it and it'll give you it something more. It really is. So, yeah. Okay, but what's All your right. number six? Okay, so my number six, and I got to say, if we're going, listening time is a factor for this, like, how much okay. I listen to these albums. Mm-hmm. But if it was the only factor, this would be number one. Okay. Uh, and this is Reborn by Kavinsky. Uh, it's I'm not in hip-hop at all. No. Yeah. Uh, but Very different. I just can't leave it off because like, in some ways, I think it's the best album of the year. Because I think it captures its essence. Mm-hmm. Like the essence of like this is like almost like a Tron movie kind of vibe. That's the best vibe, dude. Yeah, it's so good. The synthwave vibe. Make another yeah. Tron movie, Disney. Yeah, dude, make another <laughs> Tron cowards. movie. What the fuck? Just yeah. do it. Dude, Olivia so Wilde needs just, a re- reboot. Come on. I just, I literally just rewatched All those it. Disney execs watching out there. <laughs> yeah. You heard me. Get Daft Punk out of retirement. Yeah, Society needs this. Right. Yeah, just <laughs> let Disney them make the movie. Do it. <laughs> uh, do it, you cowards. But yeah, no, Reborn, just, it's up yeah. there. You know, I if it was purely listening time, if it was purely like uh, capturing an essence, mm. it would be number one. The only thing is that you know it's an album full of pop songs in a way, in a way that like not nothing else on this is. Mm-hmm. So the songs just don't have the lyrical quality. Yeah. yeah, they're not meant to be interpreted. They're meant to be felt. Yeah, they're meant yeah. to be danced to things. It's like a reaction. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's it. So into our top five. Into the top five. Everything going forward yeah. for me is perfect. Yeah. Like, yeah. So just yeah. establishing that here. Would you almost say flawless? Featuring flawless. the Lucy Vert? Yeah. <laughs> Basically like that. There you go. Um number five. I told you it has to do one Griselda album to represent all of them. I think the format that I enjoyed the most was the mixtape format. Yeah. And it's Hitler Wears Her Mess Ten. Oh, you have it higher than me. I have it higher than you. It grew on me a lot this year. Yeah. Like, I've never really dived into Griselda prior to this year. And what a year to discover them because yeah. everyone dropped something plus some. Um, West Side dropped two. That's what I'm saying. Peace Fly <laughs> Literally. Um, I, I just think the album in itself, every single song in it, you get something out of it. The lyrics is amazing. It's just perfect. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I five on. There was a version of this top ten list with every single one of these at number one. Okay. Uh, And number five, I got to go Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Okay. Right? A indomitable piece of work. Yes. Right? However, I have to put it at five for a reason. And this this is going to sound like complaining or something, but it's not. Because mm-hmm. this is a triumph of art, right? But to me, it's just, it hits me with so many emotions. It's, it's a lot. It's like overwhelming in it, a way. It honestly It's is. like, it's, if we're comparing it to movies, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It's like Requiem for a Dream or Silence. I totally how, agree. Uh, yeah, yeah, how often do you revisit those? And like, 
that's just something I, that's a factor I had to mm. factor into this. So, yeah, is it an incredible piece of work? It is absolutely number five. There was a time where it was number one. It was a time, yeah. yeah. Uh, there was a time in me writing this list, not like in the <laughs> year, in me writing this yeah. list where it's number one. Because like in terms of just pure emotional hit, it, it hits. It's everything. In, yeah. It's, it's just Kendrick. But it's... It's peak form. You know, so I have it at five right now. Okay. Mine will come up later. Yeah. Um, For number four... Now, I hyped this up a lot this year. Yeah. Um, for me, Brent Fias Wasteland is number four. Wow. It's extremely high, but every, like wow. I said, everything going forward is honestly just like what hit. It, it stuck in my ear. It got the most play time. I always wanted to revisit it. It's, I consider it a flawless album. This has skits in it. It has interludes in it. Some powerful imagery, Jesus Christ. Yeah, the last skit. Yeah, um, it shows the growth of the artist and what he might be doing going forward. It's no longer just I'm toxic. It's actually the aftermath. Yeah, no, it. there is a lot of growth on Wasteland. Right, yeah. it's a ton of growth. Um, some of his best singing, some of his best lyrics, the music video that goes to it. It it's a lot, and it's it's but just it one of those. It just it came together perfectly. Yeah. All right. So for my number four. I'm going, God, Don't Make Mistakes by Conway the Machine. Okay. Dude, it's just so good. So you did do two good songs. I God, did, Don't I Make Mistakes it, I, is really good. Dude, God, Don't really Make Mistakes is so good. And it's the title so, track? Jesus. And the other thing that I like about it is like Conway is the grittiest of the Griselda guys. Mm-hmm. And so it was so unexpected for him to like dive into like things like his mental health, like on things like stress. Mm-hmm. This was the album I was listening to on the way, like on my way to Jasper. Yeah. Like... Uh, the, and this was the one that sat at number one, the second longest. Okay. So, but obviously got switched around by some other album. But yeah, <laughs> God, God don't make mistakes. Conway okay. the Machine. Okay. Uh, just, it's a perfect gangster rap album. It is. It, it, there is, and the other thing is that it just it bangs. It just bangs to listen to. And it's easy to listen to. Yeah. If you want to listen to the album, this God Don't Make Mistakes. <laughs> this is Start with this. Oh, don't worry. We're <laughs> we're going deep into the deep into the archives after this. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta catch up, man. Yeah. I've been listening to things from like twenty thirteen. <laughs> so I am I. I. Because I really the internet do. got Yeah, I, I get it. Listen, i am I'm happy this isn't a Spotify raft where we reveal like what we listen to the most, because it'd be like Wow, you listen to Franco's Childish Gambino. Like like, it's just, like, it doesn't go away. Yeah. <laughs> that and Earn is on my like life really? song. Yeah. It keeps yeah. coming up. Yeah. Earn, yeah. Is, Earn slaps. Man. 3005 and Telegraph Ave has been. Telegraph Ave is on there too. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. It's Lloyd called Oakland. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're, okay. We're top three. This is the, are <laughs> these are the good ones. Okay. For number three, I don't think you'll be surprised by this at all. Uh, Smino, Love for Rent. Wow, you were you were hyped on this. I I love love talk about it. honestly, this was one that I was like, I genuinely kept it off my top ten only because I knew you were going to talk about it. (laughs) It's really good. It's really good. He frees you up. He frees you up. (laughs) To me, what blows my mind is that like two of your top fives came out on the same day. That's very impressive. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, yeah I, I guess that is true. A love for rent. That's came very out cool, the same yeah. day. And I gave them both equal appreciation. Yeah. Um, one of my golden boys. He's amazing. His flow is top notch. His lyrical genius is top notch. 
the vibes that he brings in is just black excellence. It's <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. Everything about it is perfect. J. Cole's feature is perfect. Is <sighs> let me stop. Yeah. So my three? Yep. All right. Uh I am risking being like shunned by putting this so low. But for my number three. Oh no. I'm putting the forever story. Jeez. Number three. Yeah, the forever okay. story. Now I was not a huge Jid fan. I wasn't a big Cowboy yeah. Machine fan either. Yeah. But like going into this year. But the Forever Story, like it just it just knocks. It's it just knocks. And then like when you just you listen to this album and you mm. just can't it I'm like this Yeah. I'm like the the one little thing I had with the album was like, you know, the last song is great. It just doesn't feel like an ending. And then, and then 2007 drops, and it is. He adds it. It's perfect. It, it's it perfect. wraps it's everything a, up. It is, and really, like, it, it's one of those albums where I think it might be the most talked about album of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of like it the is. circles I'm in, I hear more about this album than anything else. It's on everyone's list. It's cool because and it doesn't. And I don't think it's overrated even by a hair. No, yeah, and and Jid has this great way of making something that is. At the same time, like very digestible and very like and not, layered, yeah. N- not easy to interpret, but like um, easy to consume and then kind of reflect on. But at the same time, doing so much at once. Yeah, so much. At once. I mean, I I have to, like I said, I have to go back and listen to the album in more depth. But I was going, it's worth it. I was going through the music videos, like two or three of the music videos that dropped for for the project, and just man, yeah. the amount of the amount the of vi- visual complexity and density. Combined with everything going on with the lyrics and everything that he's doing is just, it's a cut above. Like nobody else is doing anything like yeah, that. No, no, yeah, no, yeah. He's, he, he's just what, it's and this was really like his big mainstream introduction. Yes. This is, and yeah, like yeah. he is now a, on that tier. Yeah, he is now on that tier. Yeah. And yeah, like well, I'm sure we're gonna talk about this more. The Forever Story. That's my number three. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Now I know Until Dawn will be one of the two, one or two. I don't know who the other yeah. one is. Okay. Um, my number two, we've already discussed it. I'm sure you can conclude the two I haven't said. But at number two is Kendrick Lamar. Um, we can't speak enough about like Kendrick Lamar and what yeah. he can do. Um, everything is consistent. I get to see him live. So I got a special emotional attachment to the album now. I was screaming in the United Center, like losing my mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, the one flaw, and it's not even like it's a flaw. The one flaw is that it's not as digestible with some of the songs. It's, that's but not. I'm okay I don't. With it. I don't think that's a flaw. That's because, what I'm like, okay with. It. Yeah. It's yeah, not a no, bug. It's it a feature. Is abs- yeah. It's not a bug. It's a feature. Yeah. It's a feature. 100%. Right. Because you can't. You can't tell that honest and like exactly. unflinching of a story without making it that thing. So I'm happy he yeah, didn't, yeah. like, try and do both and make it neither. Means, exactly. to, means to an end, in a way. Yeah, it yeah. definitely, The way like, you said is a good... It's a feature, not a book. Because, like, I think it does add it. Only Kendrick Lamar can really yeah. do something like this right I, now. I feel like this is, like, the kind of, like, the album people say Tip of a Butterfly is. Right. Like, to me, I think Tip of a Butterfly is, like, a very easy-to-listen-to album. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to me, this is the one where it's, like... Yeah, it's incredible, but like you got to be in the mood. To right, like that, that's, do it. This one's a little bit more tr- true of that, in my opinion. Yeah. Right, and so well, the thing is with me, with well, the reason this is at number two is just because, like, because it covers such important topics in such a serious manner, 
mm-hmm. like out of all 10 of these songs or all 10 of these albums I probably listened to it maybe the least if I'm being honest yeah that's the other thing in my top 5 it missing around the big stuff right. is the way I was I probably listened to it the least and it does I do have to take that into consideration and, it like, makes sense there's, there's so much to digest it's one of those it's and this is something that I, I had a big debate with a friend of mine about where his a friend of mine his ideal listening experience is he wants to sit down for like an hour and a half and like digest a thing and I've definitely pivoted away from that over the course of like the past five years or so where personally, I'm very interested in seeing what artists can say, the, what's the most artists can say with the least amount of material, which is why I've definitely gravitated to people like Pusha T. Yeah. Because it's like you are doing more with less, and to me that's something that stands out because it's, one, it, it shows art artistic skill, but then it also is convenient for like the lifestyle of not being able to sit down and listen to an hour and a half album. Yeah. But it's one of those things where yeah. every once in a while a project That's why you like Blonde. Yeah. Well <laughs> well, yes and no. Yes and no. Because well, Blonde's a very minimal album. You know? it's, 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 it's minimal it's minimal minimal sonically, but it, it definitely like has a layer of personality to it that a lot right. of projects that are like that kind of lack in a way. Um He's able to say a lot. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not Daytona, which is like twenty five minutes of just everything is completely dialed in at all times. But yeah. But every once in a while I feel like there is a project that comes along that kind of commands regardless of what what style you like. Mm. And and that seems like this one because Yeah. Like other projects in the past that did that, I mean like I I could think of like early it's like some of the early Cuddy stuff kinda did that and then um I mean just earlier Kendrick in general is is also in that vein. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. And I, I totally respect that. You know, I, on the other hand, though, I do admire that, like, this is, like, a topic. Mm. Like, pain and then, like, the painful ways to heal, you know. I think Cause healing ain't you, you, always... can't, you can't do that in a 25-minute song. No. no. You know, so, like, yeah. it's, it's the inherent vice of doing something like this, right? Exactly. right? But it's an incredible piece of work. Yeah, absolutely. Right? All right, what's your number two? My number two is Dawn FM by the weekend. What the fuck is number one? Okay. Yeah. yeah Dawn FM by the weekend. Yeah. Figured, so this yeah, one, this one album. snuck up the farthest on my okay. list because as I re-listened to it and like, everyone, I respect it. Honestly, everyone knows I'm a huge fan of the weekend yeah. and a lot of people kind of did not fuck with uh, Dawn FM as much as I did because yeah, it's a, it's a departure from the sound. I, it's yeah. not like full house music like Beyonce or Drake. Right. Yeah. Uh, but it's like a, a synthier, houseier kind of, of sound. And one, like, I've heard way too many people say, like, oh, here's how The weekend improved his sound sonically on Dawn FM for me not to hear it anymore. Okay. You know, even coming from, people were talking about, like, how he, his, vo- his vocals are usually, like, in the same, like, Space. I, I don't know. I'm not an audio person. Mm-hmm. I has, like the beat. I can see where that's coming from. Yeah. yeah, and then on Dawn FM, it just doesn't do that as much. That and like, I find Jim Carrey to be an insufferable prick. <laughs> but the fact that his inclusion on this works so well to me, it does yeah, that's wild. Well. This is like the weird timeline. The fact yeah. that, that like works is very strange to yeah. me too. No, the fact that it works for me because like yeah. I, once again, I'm not particularly a fan of Jim Carrey, but yeah. no, it totally works for me. I think. I don't think there's a bad song on the track. I think the transitions go harder than pretty much any... Like the Metro Booming one, mm-hmm. like, that's cool, but it's child's play compared to uh, <laughs> going... What is it? It's 
I'm going to look it up right now. It's, it's tracks like six and seven. Mm-hmm. I have, mm-hmm. I was listening to Dawn FM earlier today. It's Best Friends and Is There Somebody Else. Okay. The transition to that. It's like top tier. It's top tier. <laughs> like there's nothing that tops it. Okay. And just seeing this guy who just is constantly putting out music, constantly at the top of this game, constantly top of the charts, innovate. It's kind of something. It's you a breath really... of fresh air. Yeah. <laughs> Compared to our previous off-camera discussions. Yeah, it's yeah, a breath yeah, yeah. of fresh air. Yeah, exactly. So, my number two for sure is Dawn FM by the weekend. Okay. Honestly, I, I did expect it to be that hot. Yeah. I did. Okay. Um, to no one's surprise. Yeah. <laughs> my number one is the Forever Story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah I could see that coming. Jid is one of my golden boys. I've been following since yeah. forever. Yeah. To see the growth and be along with the ride. It's it's and, I'm so happy you said that. Like seeing this finished product, having it be about family, which I take extremely personally, one of the most serious topics of my life. He's throwing in religion. He's making insanely good music videos, multiple music videos for the album. Yeah. Yes. Great yeah. rollout, great features. Every lyric has a meaningful message to it. He's mm-hmm. singing, he's rapping, producing some of it. Everything. Top yeah. down. And, and actually being able to say, I followed Jid years ago. Yeah, and that's like going to be being satisfying. Here now is like, yeah. Validating. Yeah, that's very validating. <laughs> it's like, cheese. Yeah, no. I, this I mean, is validating. You know, I was hyping it up for like months yeah, before it months, even came yeah. out. And I was like, Brandon, it's going to be in my top five. It's yeah. going to be in my top five. Even without a hip-hop podcast, you yeah. were probably going to talk about that. <laughs> it's going to be my top five. And yeah. then he delivers. And, like, he he made me someone who was not a believer. That's what I'm saying. Like, totally bought in. And put it high on your list. Yeah, th- number so, three. Yeah. yeah, 100%. Just undeniable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so my number one, of course, is Angels Protected by Demons. Uh by Nap, greatest okay. lyricist of the game. No. And here uh, we <laughs> go. Yeah. Uh, no, my number Those one, fires. I've been saying it the entire yeah, year yeah. that this is my favorite album of the year, and it still is, Melt My Eyes, See Your Future by Denzel Curry. Yep. And really, okay. I kind of want to go back to what you said about Jid. Because mm-hmm. you said, like, seeing the growth from this artist. Right. Now, I was not in on Denzel Curry comparatively as early as you were into Jid. I got into him right before Taboo dropped. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like, just being able to see him go from, like, this guy who very much was very narrowly defined, in my opinion. He was the loud, angry guy. Mm-hmm. To now, like, is making, like, this ultra-smooth project. And the thing about this project, to me, is that, like, it, it seems like every song feels like either a radio banger that, like, hits on every level. Or, like, those deep, deep cuts that are jabbed. Right, it just seems like yeah. every song like just falls into it. Um, yeah, like it's not as thematic or conceptual as the Forever Story or Miss Morale and the Big Steppers. Right. But I just feel like one, my experience with Denzel, like watching his art mm-hmm. and then seeing it arrive at this point, so it's pretty satisfying. satisfying. Right. Yeah, and then like it just has like some of the best features. It has an amazing Jid feature. It has an amazing T Pain feature. Mm-hmm. Need I go the features on? are amazing. Music videos are amazing. Yeah. Um, the rollout of it was amazing. Yeah, fantastic. And like his presence throughout the whole thing. Like mm-hmm. I've seen everything he's done all year. He's done freestyles on the radio. <clears throat> the right. best. He did the best, you know, uh, 
one of the best shows I saw this year. You know, this was another one where I was able to kind of see all the touch points. He put out the best deluxe. I was literally about yeah, to like say, this. The right. deluxe for this one is far and away. It's different from anything we've ever heard. I, I think it could be one of the best deluxes of all time. Like easy. It's it's the idea because, like you said, what's being what's satisfying is seeing him come to this peak because he's performing on all cylinders. The thing is, right now. He's able to make a hip hop album and with the exact same concept, everything the same, and make it into jazz. Yeah, it just shows how like diverse he is. Yeah, he can do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So yeah, that's my best album of the year. Melt my eyes to your future. I told you there was going to be no surprises. <laughs> we literally said <laughs> we said this like six months ago. Yeah, maybe not six months ago. But we literally yeah. said our number one is going to be Jid and Dizzo Curry. Yeah, definitely. There you <laughs> go. Just played out perfectly. Jasper, yours, if it... Oh, okay. Um, mine, based on... And again, this is based on what I have listened to so far. And also, I did consider like playtime a big factor here. Yeah. It's got to be. It's almost dry. At, yeah. least, at least right now. Until I go back through Mr. Morale and everything else and just like really yeah. dig deep. Obviously, things can change. I would yeah. not doubt yeah. that the Forever Story ends up being my favorite yeah. from this app. That and that, that's definitely a contender, but I mean, we already kind of touched on some of the points that really I think made that project stand out. The rollout was perfect, everything about it was so multifaceted. And one thing I always think of is like a defining characteristic for how an album does to me personally is also the context from which it which it comes or it, it like emerges, right? Yeah, so, that's huge. So, like, I don't think, and this is I, I hate to go back to Kanye here, but it's another example, I don't think. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy would have anywhere near the impact that it did without everything that preceded it. Taylor, yeah. Swift, and then going to Hawaii and everything that yeah, happened yeah, yeah. to make the project to resuscitate the career, basically. And I think that this kind of does that. Not in the same way, but I think that Pusha was so s- snubbed in 2018. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When Daytona, World. And then there was, yeah, yeah, and everything else went up against invasion of privacy. But I think he was really snubbed and like didn't critically he got the the flowers so to speak, but he didn't get them in a I think a commercial kind of social sense. And I think I think this project is kind of the comeback kid in that sense, and I think he's definitely gotten it more so this time around. Yeah, I mean, he's like, yeah, he's like, right, selling selling coke didn't didn't do well enough for you this way. Let me rephrase that and put it back out in in four (laughs) years and see how it goes. Yeah, it's just you know, it's just wild, like how it's a it's a tour de force, yeah, and like how because like I remember something we said was like eventually this is gonna have to run out. Eventually the coke bars are gonna have to run out. Yeah, hasn't yet. Hasn't yet. You say you're selling coke, but that's that's what's kind of cool about it, right? Is because every time he does it, because he sticks to that that kind of subject matter, he finds a way to really do it, really do it, or like visit a new concept or like a new a new way of delivering the same thing. Yeah, whether it's like a musical delivery or it's the the wordplay or the features or whoever he happens to like bring on a project. And I think I think there's some merit there too, where it's like, over time the features have gotten more polished, the you know the production has gotten smoother, and there's just so many things about it that kind of have elevated it over time. We want to talk about like iterative improvement in artists. Pusha T's like textbook. Yeah. Also, I think this is the year he surpassed Kanye in terms of quality of releases. Look at what Kanye put out this year, relative, and that was like his mentor for the longest time. So yeah. 
I think that's an achievement in and of itself. Not that Donda Two is anything to write home about. I was going to say it's not the highest bar. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not the highest but, bar. But he did. But even if you count it against Donda, in my yeah. opinion, and I was a fan of that album when it came out. Uh, me too. I like the original, but Donda Two is, I think, a different, yeah, but, totally but different thing. Even against Donda, which I liked, I would say uh, it's almost dry surpasses. I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. I and think, some people say that he surpassed him in 2018 with Daytona being better than Yang. Yeah, but it, I don't think it was better than Kitsy Ghost. I think it was that's a fair far. point. Yeah, and Kitsy Ghost is still technically the Kanye project. So yeah, but yeah, I think Donda's like very long winded compared. Yeah. So I, I think that there are a lot of good tracks on there, but it's very conceptual and it doesn't have anything about it that really like grabs you in a certain way. And I think yeah. I think uh, it's almost dry. Does that pretty much with every track? Yeah. Cool. All right, those are our albums of the year. Made it to the. Let's get to the big award, shall we? This was tough. Yeah, Golden Nugget, Artist of the Year, our flagship award. (laughs) I think it's Jid personally. Yeah. Um, Personally, I'm going to say Jid because, just timeline wise, um, it is his peak. It is the build up to exactly where he needs to be. He set himself perfectly for everything going forward. Um, he has reached the top tier, in my opinion, yeah. of all the artists. He really has. And of young artists, too. Yes, especially of young artists. Um, everything that you expect out of an artist pretty much happened. I mean, his year made us adopt the phrase, Jid better. Like, when we're talking we, about anything. We literally... <laughs> I say that about video games. Yeah. I say that about food. Yeah. I'm like, Jid better. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it works every like, time. What's that? You We're never like, wrong. What's that? You have a nice fun. vacation yeah. in Paris? Jid better. Yeah, like, Jid better. <laughs> Obviously, Jid better. Yeah, Jid better. Um, it, just everything. The only thing that he didn't get is like a like shoe deal or something. Yeah. Like that would have wrapped yet. up the light. Yeah. Right, yet. Yeah. He did yeah. have some with Converse. Or actually, Jid, he had some with Vans, but it never Jid happened. Puma when. Right, yeah. literally. Yeah. So... It, <laughs> That's the only thing he's, he's going to be Converse. Done. I, I definitely see Jits. That, that's dope because I buy a lot of Converse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I could see that playing out, but yeah. I think in terms of whose moment is it, it's Jits' moment. Yeah. No, I, I definitely agree. Yeah. I think it's Jits' moment. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's mine. Do you want to go? I would have to agree just based on everything I've seen. Jid? and Yeah, and, and just the the versatility. Across yeah. everything he's featured on, anything he's actually releasing himself, it's it's crazy. And it's it's one of those things where he's doing so much so fast, it's like, please don't burn out. Right, literally, please don't burn out. <laughs> please save some for future projects. I think, I think you're doing I mean, a lot. <laughs> yeah. I think the craziest thing about Jid is like how much have we talked about him in this episode? Yeah. Oh yeah, throughout the entire and how little have, and how many times have we brought up J. Cole? Someone who like he Arguably, as People good as the Forever Story yeah. is, you yeah. would arguably still in J. Cole's shadow because mm. Jid's not J. Cole yet. Right, it's J. Cole. Uh, but, but the fact that that was a big part of yeah. him developing, he was just like, oh. We have under, this whole thing sans J. Cole. Right, he's under J. Cole. He's signed to Dreamville. He's signed to J. Cole. Yeah. And now it's like, no. <laughs> it's like, this is his project. Yeah. This is him. He's his own person now. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, and we, we see this happen though, right? I mean, Travis on Grand Hustle. I think yeah. is a, is another great example of that where it's just like the torch is kind of passed in a way, you know. Here you go. Yeah. It's all yours. I, I'm sure J. Cole is going to continue to release, you know, noteworthy yeah. good projects, but yeah. it's just please. it's just one of the th- those things where it's like this is yeah. so different and strikes like such a different category of what is you know popular and complex and interesting. Yeah, it's just, and I, you know, I, yeah, 
And I think my other thing that I have to say about Jin, and this mm-hmm. might be kind of like fire, okay. but like I think the thing about Forever Story and the entirety of this year for him mm-hmm. is that now I think he's in a position where he could surpass J. Cole without J. Cole falling off. Yeah, yeah. You know, J. Cole can continue to perform at the that at the quality that we that want J. Cole him to. Knows, yeah. And Jid could still progress. I agree. Yeah. You know, and I think that's what's exciting. Right. That's insane to think. And even just him as a person. His personality. He's a a really cool dude. He's very. Yeah, he's a cool dude. Nice to everyone. He'll do any interviews. He's not. He's humble. Yeah. He's humble. That's what you'd like out of an artist. Exactly. All right. Where's your curveball? You said it was coming. Yeah. Uh, I have to. It was hard. It was hard to come up with a, the artist for Golden Nugget, but uh, I'm giving it to West Side Gun. Wow. Yeah, I, I have okay. to give it to West Side Gun this year. Uh, just because I think it would be obvious who I was thinking about. Yeah. Uh, but the thing about West Side Gun is that he... Look at just this year, right? Look at mm. all the releases that have his fingerprints all it's over them. It is a lot. It's a lot. It's every. It's God don't make mistakes. It's uh, the Stove God Cooks album. It's Tana Talk Four. It's Peace Fly God, which I re-listened to for this, and I liked a lot more Me than too. the first time I listened same. to it. Literally, same. and then Hitler wears Hermes Ten. It's Liz Two. It's everything. All the features. And on top <laughs> of that, on top of that, this year was basically the payoff of groundwork he's been laying for ten years. Back when he was at Shady Records with Conway, right? Yeah. This. Griselda takeover. This was not some. This was not a a lucky year for no. them. This was a plan. This was an operation. Coordinated. This was coordinated effort and, and successfully fulfilled. And, executed perfectly. And yeah, sure. Like when it comes to like, who am I going to go on Spotify and go to first? Mm-hmm. Maybe I do pick Conway and Benny over Westside Gun sometimes. Mm-hmm. But it, I think it's obvious who the mastermind here is here. And this year, like, yeah, you're right. I, I don't think anyone jumped into star status the right. way Jid did. Yeah. I don't think anyone proved themselves the way Denzel Curry did. Nope. But I don't think anyone potentially rerouted the river of hip hop music <laughs> the way West Side Gun did. Yeah. And for that, I, I I'm pulling my curveball. That was West Side Gun gets my golden nugget. Okay. Yeah. I respect that, honestly. Yeah. It was good reasoning. Yeah. Good. <laughs> good. All right. This is the first end of the year special, guys. This is the first end of the year special. We've made God. it. God. All right. We Hopefully made it. Hopefully, more to come. Hope there will be more to come. Yeah. I but, uh, can't afford a therapist, so I need this podcast. <laughs> like, this is what we're doing now. This there is you much go. cheaper. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I appreciate anyone that watched. Yeah, anyone. If you're watching us this, this whole time. If you're watching this, much love. Yeah, DM Isaac for five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, offer yeah. on table. Yeah, um, yeah. It's been a fun ride. Honestly, we, we're coming yeah. up on a year and maybe a month. Yeah, or we two. have an anniversary. Yeah. I don't think we'll do a special like this for the anniversary no, unless probably. we want to. Unless we have a great something idea. simple. Something could be done. Could yeah, be done. it could be done. Like, yeah. Um, but I mean, it, it, it's really dope to finally see everything come together. We've been planning this for a while, and I think it's actually pretty good episode yeah, no, I think this is great yeah, yeah. Um, and the best news is I don't know when you're watching this yeah, I don't know yeah, if it's yeah. the second the third whenever whenever it comes but out. we're back video only mm-hmm. on Thursday and that will be out Friday I think, I think. Yeah. Uh, so yeah that's uh, that's our end of the year yeah no recommendations 
Yeah, Check no recommendations right now. We'll <laughs> get them in three days. Yeah, like, <laughs> we'll, we'll be back later this week. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, dope. All right. Signing off. Bye. <laughs>